on dispensers of pets, poking out at the cons, renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, eh, sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboys! It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. And here's your host, a man who had a better video than Beyonce, Derek McCaw! Did you really? Well, it's true. I can't talk your about Your costume that. was better. Absolutely. I can't really talk about the video at this point. I'm waiting for Lon to finish it. Uh, Look, I'm going to let you finish, okay? Okay, okay. Uh, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We are podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. I am very pleased to have, after I think it's been a couple weeks since you've been here, uh, my announcer's back. Right. The sandpaper to my 2 by 4 To your chonies, Lon Lopez. And across from me, podcast producer extraordinaire and moral compass. To your chonies, Rick Brett Snyder. I'm not sure what those are, but I can't imagine they're good. <laughs> you don't know what chonies are? No, I don't. You grew up in California. You don't know what chonies Chonies, anyone? Chonies? Steve, chonies. I can't say it on the radio. What? We're not on the radio. We're a Shop podcast. boy? Panties. Underwear. Yes, no. you're chonies. Okay. Mm, panties? You're wearing panties, shop boy? <laughs> shop boy apparently is wearing panties. panties uh, that explains the long I would have accepted underwear, undergarments, drawers. His hair is long and silky. Smooth. Mm-hmm. He makes it silky smooth. He's a silky boy. All right. So uh, we've got some comics news, some interesting things to talk about in comics, some interesting things to talk about in movies, uh, some television stuff, of course, and uh, books. It's always nice when we feel extra literate. Literary. We do feel that way. Those I want to give up. Wait, uh, when are the, when's the book section so people can it'll be skip end. over it'll be that? The okay, I want to say up top, though, I also want to uh, you know, give a shout-out to my brother, who's had a professional triumph today. Uh, this week at the New York Metropolitan Museum of Modern Art, they are hanging for uh, a four-piece pe- four piece. That's Installment. weird. Four-photograph piece by him uh, called uh, called Equinox. Uh, yes. Or, no, Winter Solstice at the, in New York, and he is out there giving, uh, giving a speech right now. As Fantastic. And what's his name? Chris McCaw. So you there can you check that out. No, my want, brother McCaw. I don't, want, to, I, don't want, really... I don't want him to get any more attention. Mom already loves him more. Okay. Uh, but, yes, you can go to www.chrismacaw.com or be a fan of his on Facebook. She just sees more potential in you. Oh, thanks, Rick. <laughs> thanks. So do you, right? I do. That's why you mm, not so much. No. no okay. No. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Well, my mom like uh, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, let's talk about comics. Uh, the big, you know, it's just like lawsuit after lawsuit, fallout after fallout. We are a are litigious country. After everything, litigious. litigious. Is that what I say? He's litigious. a litigious. He's, right. lat- he's, he's, he's a Latino. Litigious. He's a Latino. He's a litigious. What you a What? Yes. You're gonna sue me for calling you Latino? What is it? Litigious. Litigious. Right. Uh, you know, it's not. I shouldn't say. Well, there there are losses being filed. Of course, uh, unhappy stockholders in Marvel saying that they undervalued their stock. Gee, five billion. I thought it was pretty good for the I Disney. It was four billion. Four billion. I thought it was five at one point. Maybe it went back down to four. Remember, because I said it was. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Point is, 
It's too much uh, for Disney to buy Marvel. That's still going on. But here's the, the newest wrinkle in the Disney purchase of Marvel. <laughs> Speaking of wrinkles. Jack Kirby's heirs Uh-oh. have now filed suit to reclaim Uh-oh. All, the, rightfully theirs. All, the, all the initial characters that they believe Jack Kirby created for Marvel Comics. Sweet. So they're getting the Eternals, huh? No. Those um, are not among They the, get Stan Lee. Because according to the, uh, according to however this law is of the copyright and the work for hire thing, the Eternals is too new a creation. In eight or nine years. Then he can get those, yeah, those I don't that know when gold were, mine they, they of were characters. 1974 or something. I, I think they were early, I think they were early 70s. Because when he gets those, back up the Brinks truck. It's not, it's not he. Kinda, it's not he. He's dead. But I'm, what I mean Sorry. in spirit, he right. will get his his property back. Right. Um, anyway, but what he, what they're and they've served notice to the movie studios as well in order to get the rights back. So they're looking for the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. They're looking for Thor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Iron Man. Oh yeah. Hulk. Good thing. X Men. What? Yep. Yeah. And the one that's really controversial. Wait, I thought he co-created with Stan Lee X Men. Uh, he co-created all the. It depends on how you. How you so look does at he it. only get half credit? You get something. All they uh, what they're really looking for is a big payday. But here's the one that's really controversial: is their claim they've certain notes to Sony that they believe Kirby created Spider-Man. Blasphemy! Ditko. It was little Ditko <laughs> did it. You say? I'm, I'm letting him just go. Yes. Um, well, see, wasn't here, it Stanley and Ditko? Here's the thing: Joe Simon and Jack Kirby did create a character called the Spider in the '50s. That uh, ultimately became the fly. Oh, and, don't count. And then he took that same concept and has done at least some. <laughs> oh, you don't even want to play like that. Steve, wrong, wrong fly? the Steve wrong is fly. demonstrating the fly. That's the zipper. That's great. Something else. Eric Von Zipper. Oh, and it's the, it's just like it is, man. It's the interest. It's a small world. So anyway. <laughs> uh, and so there's a concept drawing of a character with a, I think they called it the silver spider. And there's a concept drawing of a hero with a spider. Like a concentric from the chest web? Uh, yeah, uh, not, not the web, but at the... You sp- know how I would argue that, though? I would argue that they, in the comics world, there have been a lot of no, copycats. Well, let me finish this. Let me finish. Okay, so Kanye, understand. go ahead. You're going to uh, no, let me I, finish. No, go ahead. I, I think I would be... Uh, that, that, Taylor. Uh, You're Taylor. Taylor. Okay, that, go ahead. That cute little country singer. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Anyway. Uh, so he took that apparently to Stan Lee when Stan Lee was looking for something amazing fantasy. Stan Lee kind of massages, came up with many of the Spider-Man concepts. Apparently, Jack Kirby even went so far as to pencil a four-page story involving an aunt and uncle uh-huh. and a warehouse. But these elements are, and, and if, you know, the, even the Flyman things from MLJ of the late fifties that was part of it too. Like this warehouse and an attic, all kinds of weird stuff. Um, and basically, whatever he did, and he had even penciled a cover for Amazing Fantasy number fifteen, but Stanley didn't like it. Said it wasn't that none of it was right for it. He gave it to Steve Ditko, and Steve Ditko came back with Spider Man as we know him, with the costume, with um, looking like a gawky teenager, all that stuff. Okay, but so then, how do you credit somebody for doing spec work that you don't use? I mean. Is well, he still that's creator? Why, that's why it's going to be controversial, and it's going to be well. I'll say this much: for lawyers to decide. Spider-Man, I, he, they're going to have a hard time getting Spider-Man because Sony has got money and probably the best lawyers in the world. I'm guessing. So good luck well, on that Kirby's, one. Kirby's heirs' lawyer is the same guy that that's currently doing Joe Simon of, and Siegel one. Yeah, Siegel and Schuster. 
It's uh, Joe oh, I was Simon. thinking of Simon and Simon. I'm sorry. No, because Jack Kirby's par- old partner was Joe Simon, who's still alive and who is in the midst of a lawsuit with Marvel for Captain America, claiming that he created Captain America completely separately before he then took it to Marvel ju- uh, to Timely, just the same way that um, Siegel and Schuster created Superman as an independent project before they took it to what became National Periodicals. Wow. Okay. So. This just in, uh, I got a new lawsuit, uh, somebody suing Kellogg's for the rights to Tony the Tiger. So the world's going crazy, Derek. It's nuts. It's out of control. Insane. Sanity. But yeah, so let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's hope uh, Joe Siegel, Simon Schuster, and, and Bacchus have a good time with that lawsuit. Bacchus? I don't, know. I, I, I don't. Isn't he in there? No. Okay. The God of Wine. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah. So who knows? Is that going to mess things up for Disney's interest in Marvel? If no, you know what I read though. I actually, and this is true. So this isn't a bit. Um, <laughs> no, I read that that they that part of the acquisition. This was already on the table, so well, it, they knew true. they knew beforehand they were going to have to deal with this. It, it is, was in 2012, well, or yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're so. not allowed to sue until, or they're not allowed to right. approach for the rights there's, until. There's no certain, way that this was right. that this is just like in the last two weeks the Kirby's heirs went. Let's get this going. No, right. this is a very well something thought that's out been suit. being planned for. a while. And here's the thing I would say too is is the Kirby heirs timing is bad. You said Sony's got good lawyers. Disney's Disney. got better. Disney's got lawyers so good. Which they is surprising because, you know, they – Disney – I won't say No, it. Disney has lawyers so good that they convinced a jury that The Lion King, which is very obviously ripped off from Kimba the, Kim White, the White Lion, was a completely original work that no animator who had ever worked for Disney had ever seen Kimba the White Lion. Yeah. It's true. It's well, true. Well, this is the studio that gave us Pinocchio. You know, because <laughs> it, that's – and there's Snow just, White. There's just no Cinderella. No I need way. a slide whistle for the sound. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, so their lawyers are just really, really good. So, to the heirs of Jack Kirby, his daughters, and uh, I think grandchildren, I'm so sorry for what you're about to go through. You know what Rick Bretschneider would probably tell him to do? Knock it off. Yeah. Chill out. <laughs> I kind of like knock it off better. Yeah. Uh, it's a better catchphrase. Chill out. Other people say that. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's my new okay. catchphrase. Uh, so, you know, we caught up. Uh, last week we were talking about some comics that came out last week, obviously. And none of it, we hadn't read any of them. So I want to mention one I did read that I picked up off the stand because it looked interesting and say, yes, it was as interesting as I thought, which is Dark Horse's Beasts of Burden. We don't talk about Dark Horse that much, uh, but I do want to acknowledge it. It's uh, written by Evan Dorkin. With uh, art by Jill Thompson, painted art, and it's about um, animals, pet, house pets in a small town that is b- beset by supernatural forces, and they are the first line of and last line of defense, saving humanity. Wait, do these animals talk? Only to each other. Uh-huh, the okay. humans don't. Actually, I think in the first issue, I don't think I even saw humans. There's not like a retarded kid that can like understand them or anything, or a special kid or special. No, needs. you're you're not in the book. Oh, okay. uh, so <laughs> anyway, because I've been working on a story for the longest. And just because you talk to a dog doesn't mean you're communicating with. Oh. That's true. That's true. No, because he told me to kill these people sitting in a car once. That's and- what I thought. There were there are dogs and cats, and what I really like, I, and I said I think last week I was I was hoping it'd be a lot like We Three. Um, and and it still is, even though that they they are communicating and fully aware of what they're uh, what they're doing, they still behave like animals, and they're painted like if you took if you took the text out, 
and perhaps remove the giant cannibalistic frog that uh, come, the demon frog that attacks the town in this first issue. It would look like a children's book about dogs romp romping in the forest, <laughs> and it was like it was like a natural, you know. And so it was really fun. You just have to remove the giant evil frog. Yeah, that's what okay. I said. If you took away the giant evil frog, yeah. Once you see the giant evil frog, now all bets are off. Then it's all real, not you know, a children's you know, book. But there's about ten pages where, but just the style. It looks like. Is a, it only cats and dogs? Or are there any other crazy animals? So in far, it? it was only cats and dogs. So it's just, just like domestic animal friends yes. that do stuff. Okay. Yes, and and apparently there's a larger secret society of dogs, man's best friend, who have who have pledged together to learn magic spells and so now see that surprises me because i don't learn spells well see dogs to me don't seem like organizers you know what i mean the cats now no, they're pack animals sure yeah. sure but the cats, cats seem are not, a cats, little no. more cats, sophisticated cats do not get together no no but i mean to to like in case there was trouble no no, no? okay no. yeah you've been All watching right. too much sabrina maybe i mean what's the cat salem, salem. Yeah, yeah he's funny but I'm just saying, though, dogs, you know, they're not smart animals. Yeah, well, they're not treated particularly as particularly smart. No, believe me, they're I'm waiting, out with a lot waiting, of dogs. They're waiting for an outside dog, the wise, who's called, you, you, they studied to become why like, the, last the wise dog. dog. Oh, why The wise dog. dog. And apparently there have been two short stories before in a larger uh, supernatural omnibuses that uh, Dark Horse put out, like a, the Big Book of Witchcraft or, or the Dark Horse Book of Witchcraft, because the Big Book was a Paradox Press thing. Uh, so this is kind of like Watership Down? You know, actually, I did kind of have that feeling, yes. Okay. And That and, cartoon scared the crap out of me. So there's a, it was a novel. The cartoon, though. I was I've never the seen the animated film. There was a movie film. version. I have never seen it, but I read the novel. Yes. Uh, and so it's a four-issue miniseries. I'd say worth picking up and probably a decent read because it's not particularly bloody. I'm thinking it's a decent read for like uh, fifth grade and up. Okay. You know, hmm. for, for hmm. kids that are kind of... You know, yeah, older kids that... Now, uh, where are the comments. humans when all this happens? I don't know. Blissfully but this is only the first issue. I have a feeling it would be, it'll be addressed. Because technically they have humans are animals, they, so they could be beasts. N- no. No? No, that's totally overthinking the... You're stretching. Uh, all right, fine. You're, you're fine. just now... We, I'm just trying to put a, some you know kind of sense in this block? crazy little world. Roadblock is what you're doing. Um, and th- this week, and you read it already because Rick Bretschneider's had the day off, so he's been here a couple hours earlier, and that's nice. You've had a nice, Lucky. relaxing afternoon of reading comics. I went to you? work for a couple hours. What did you go to work for? Just to screw up my vacation. Why would you do that? Because I care. Because he's about a corporate man. What is wrong with you? I'm messed up. Uh, you are. You need therapy. Anyway, Superman Secret Origins number one came out today. Yes. Written by Jeff Johns. Wait a minute. Why was Supergirl in the ice in that one? I didn't get it. I didn't. Oh, you're going to hurt me. That's a, that's <laughs> that's a, a total, call back to a conversation. That's we not even. Record. That's not even. That was outtakes. just for Derek. Um, and Marcus isn't listening anyway. Uh, written by Jeff Johns and art, art by, by Gary, Gary Frank, Frank. who have been the team on Action. I think it's Action Comics for the last yeah, year or so. so. Uh, and I've I've really been enjoying Gary Frank's work there. He has kind of redrawn Superman to always I, resemble I get him, Christopher Reeve. I constantly Reeve. Can confuse him with Brian Boland. He has the same kind of facial expression. I noticed you had that problem last night. Yeah, but you don't see it. I mean, the same I don't. Kind of I can line. tell them. No, I no? can tell them apart. Okay. Gary Frank is his art's kind of creepy. I mean, it's even though it's it's really the details and is really good and it's right. sharp and crisp. But every time you look at like the characters, you feel like you're reading a horror magazine or like a. Well, it do- just seems off to me. Like there's that. What's the most recent cover where it's like Mon Pa Kent and a young Clark? 
That's secret. That's, that's, that's the, the one we're just talking about. Superman Secret Origin. Okay, so that's that. That's I mean, I that cover say. just it looks. I know it's supposed to be like wholesome and cool, but with Gary Frank art, it looks dubious. I, I don't. In I don't, my opinion, I don't have that problem. Hmm. But it's interesting that you do. I. I, I think just, it's because all his past stuff, he's always drawn. Like where? Where did Gary Frank first start? Authority? No. Uh, well, he'd done a big long run on the Hulk. He just he he draws yeah. characters. Creepy I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. It's 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 almost looking. like it, he's almost if you could do photorealistic with line art. It's almost yeah, like you took you actually like take that when you take pictures of people and they're yeah. not in motion but they were talking or something. You get weird expressions. But like even his face. females look evil. You know what I mean? Like th- there's not a wholesome look to I know his style. I do know what you're saying. Oh, That's he also, all. He, he drew a lot of the Peter David Supergirl run too. The Earth you know, the, and, and I have to disagree okay, with you. Maybe I read that. And in. there was a lot of horror involved in that. You're right. So maybe Lana Lang is in this and she doesn't look creepy at all. It's Ma Kent looks a little creepy, but he's putting the, I'm going to have to grab it. it more what, lines it? in it. Is it's, it still on the shelf? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it came out today. So. Okay, so let's talk about it without spoiling. I mean, the purpose of this miniseries is now to rewrite and tell you what the continuity of Superman's origin is. I don't know if it's talking about the continuity, though, because I've seen the f- cover for the second issue, which has the Legion of Superheroes, but it's old-school Legion with the old uh, spaceship. Right. Well, I'm going to tell you something, down Rick, the the, Have you read Super uh, Legion of Three Worlds yet? No, I haven't. Okay, so... Is the last ha- issue that out? Yes, it is. Uh, it's been out for a couple months, and the hardback collection is coming soon. Okay. Um, I must have missed the last. But I think – but that's the point. That old school legion was also the legion that was in that Justice League uh, lightning saga. Okay. And was stuck in Final Crisis. Point is that's the legion Jeff Johns likes. So that is now – has that's, been for for about a year. Now, that is the legion. Okay. That's that's uh, Earth whatever. Yeah. That's the Earth 1 legion basically. Okay. All the other ones have been Earth 2 and then I don't know what the what the one they that Mark Wade of and Kids and Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So – we don't get into that in this issue. This issue is is a fairly straightforward telling of a young Clark Kent who hasn't yet been told that he comes from another planet, and right. it's, it's that story, right? And, and, and how he how, and and part of it is that we've never seen before is his reaction to that. You know, it's it's the old "you're adopted" thing. Well, actually, and we have. I mean, we've seen it in Man of Steel. John Byrne did that when he revamped it. Not to this extent. Not and, to the extent. And here's of this book. where we also did. And okay. this is what the only reason I resent this book. Uh, I'm not so sure it's healthy, as much as I like his work, that Jeff Johns is essentially rewriting the DC universe to fit what Jeff Johns likes uh-huh. until it falls out of favor. But the other reason I, I'm, I, and I haven't read it yet, but I did buy it. So if Jeff Johns is listening, I'm supporting you, sir. Uh, but Mark Wade's 12 issue miniseries, Birthright. Told the same thing just like six, seven years ago. Yeah. And I found that so moving, so definitive, that I, I don't see a need for a rewritten version of this other than to placate a writer who says, I want to, I want everything to fit the way I want okay. the story to go now. And I'll, 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 I'll give you that. I'm not seeing this leading up to anything that's going to really tug at my heartstrings. Yeah, it's well. It's okay, then I really have a problem with it. It's interesting. Does this have to just—is this about reestablishing status quo then, or to uh, fit an ongoing storyline right now? Or well, it's six issues to tell how he got from being the boy in in Smallville to being Superman, and mm-hmm. you know, in in, in and I, uh, can Metropolis. I re- can I real fast just interject that I flip through this real fast and 
his stuff less creepy in this. You're right. He had yeah. some pretty good stuff. Lana looks really adorable and stuff. Also, too, uh, the boy, if you really look at him, looks like a like a young Christopher Reeve, which I love. Yeah, which I, is very cool. Is why Especially you look it. at the last panel. I feel very sentimental. You know, I'm sentimental about this. You know, but and but when Gary Frank but, took over and redesigned it to look that way, I was like, that's awesome. But back to creepy. That's a creepy picture. Okay. So that's a creepy picture. Have you seen no, I don't Have know. you seen Teen Boys? I don't know. They're if, creepy. Okay. And then wait, there was another one that was really good, but um it just it's creepy and they frighten like this that's a little creepy. I don't okay, know. Okay, look I mean look around here. Have you seen Shop Boy? <laughs> <laughs> it's creepy. Okay. Maybe we should move on. Okay. I think okay. I, it's good. I I'm looking forward to reading the rest okay, of it. I will I'm, give it to I, you. you know, that, again, I think Jeff John's a great yeah, writer. That's yeah. not, you know, it's just that honestly, it is really well written. Honestly, I, I, I want people to go back and pick up Birthright. Okay, because I, I really was very moved by. That I will story. go back and reread Birthright. Will you? And we'll, and we'll, yeah, so we'll, then have, we'll have a fight next week. Yeah, possible. We'll exactly. Um, or, or I will apologize. Oh, like I'm going to do later. Yeah. Okay. Um. Spider-Man 606. You said I, I have no idea what your thing about Spider-Man 606 is. So go I ahead. just well no, it was just, it was I was looking over what was coming out this week and they've got the the um the whole black cat thing coming up. What did I write this morning? It was something uh, about stacked. Oh yeah. So the the description on the Marvel uh <laughs> Hello Nate. Nate uh, Costa walked in and committed an obscene act. <laughs> that's I think that's on page 3 of the script. Yes. Um so this morning when I was reading the what's coming out this week, the description for this issue said that some of the effect of like the issue is stacked with a bunch of a bunch of things in it. Sure. Like stacked is all caps well, next to a picture of the black cat. I mean, isn't Felicia Hardy like like the Pamela Sue Anderson, uh, the Pamela Anderson Lee of the Marvel Universe? Indeed, she is. And, and Pamela Anderson Lee did in fact have a sitcom on Fox called Stacked. stacked. So you know, in which she played a bookstore clerk. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I'm okay with it. But there's Carmen. You ever see the episode where Carmen Electra was on the show? I'm going to say, um, Rick, this is one of those discoveries. Like, no wonder you give eight or nine episodes to start. <laughs> a, you watch Stack. No one else did. I did. Oh, and so you missed the whole episode with her and Carmen I did. Electra. I missed all episodes. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to say Spider-Man had some controversy because apparently the chameleon has been the villain for the last few issues. Um, who took over Peter Parker's life and slept with his roommate, which is now being argued that well, Sounds did like a real world did the chameleon essentially rape Peter Parker's roommate and then leave Peter Parker to deal with the aftermath of Sounds like Norman Osborn. Right, you know, it's like so, so it's this a weird is part for the course in Spider-Man comics, right? Where where the writer is suddenly on the hot spot, going, "Well, um, you know, the community did a really bad thing, yeah, but it wasn't." You but know. wait, aren't they all in college now? They're all out. And they're all adults. Oh, uh, I thought he took them back to his they college. Did, they years. didn't take him back in time. No, he still is uh, old. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, was so, a roommate in college? You know, I, I I don't know, but she is portrayed. While the writer is trying to say they just made out in a scene that like she, uh, the yeah, I don't know, I don't know that I throw the R word around that. Well, strongly. here, but uh, well, he that's is a villain. Men. That's who we're men, and that's a, the, it's, it's women readers that kind of pointed this out. Sure, and, and perhaps you know maybe we aren't as sensitive to it as we should be. I don't know. Yeah, um, it, because I believe under that circumstances they both that while well, the community knew who he wasn't Peter Parker, right. 
she was willing under the under the belief that it was Peter Parker. He was deceiving The writer her. tried to backtrack and say, no, they didn't have sex. They just made out. Oh, wait. The roommate thought Mysterio was Peter Parker? The, the, the right. chameleon was Peter Parker. Oh, McKe- chameleon. Sorry. But the but uh, while the writer's trying to backtrack and say, no, they, they didn't have sex, the next issue has her wearing Peter's T-shirt and boxer shorts. She okay. could have spilled wine on her dress. Um, coming out of her bedroom th- that morning after. So I'm her thinking, bedroom? Uh, well, could have been which. laundry day. Uh, well, lawn. Well, we know you're very good at justifying. A lot I'm just of her, saying. I've things. had a lot of instances where, where women have had to wear different clothes on a moment's notice. That's all I'm just saying. There's, there's reasons. Things I happen. Think it's circumstantial. We should move on. When I you think, want to clean somebody's I kitchen, think, I think we should. You know, you I change think, out of your nice did, clothes. Did we, did we get Lon fingerprinted before we brought him onto this show? Look, I have record multiple records. Somebody who, ladies sh- and gentlemen, somebody who we should have fingerprinted. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Nate Costa has joined us. Clap, clap, clap. You've got the clap. Uh, he has. Yeah, once put your headphones on. He has on, no on, microphone. microphone. No, it's it's. it's uh, okay, and it's Rick on. wanted to it's talk on. about uh, Dark Rain, the ongoing. I, I didn't have a lot to say about endless, it, but endless I, I just wanted to say one again, once again, if people aren't reading yeah. this, that uh, it just keeps getting better. I, this is this is an event that I dreaded, and they've gotten into this Dark Rain, the list business, where the where the uh, dark uh, vil- dark heroes are going, the, the dark hero villains are going after the heroes. Hillens, the Hillians, the Hillians, the dark hero villains are are going after um, specific uh, hero characters now as mm-hmm. part of uh, Norman Osborn's plans, and uh, this is just sort of like stuff. Fox executives after Joss Whedon show. Exactly, okay. and every time I, I swear, every time Norman Osborn is on on camera in one of these things, it's so a to scene speak. to be watched. I mean, it's just he he usually or viewed more than any other character of that caliber. I will put him up against the best of Lex. Luther, as far as being crazy, well, I mean, isn't that essentially smart? what they're doing? They're turning him into Lex Luther, is uh, what they're doing. And that, there's where the comparison. That's why I make the comparison. Mm. And I'm going to go that Norman Osborn's a better villain then, because Lex Luther settled for the presidency, and Norman Osborn went for the real power. Yeah. Also, though, too, though, Lex, worldwide, Lex yeah. Luthor settled for the superpowers uh, armor, and uh, Norman Osborn was a goblin. So yeah. there you go. What? Huh? He wins. You're Goblin all, Glider wins every time. You're almost making sense to me, and that hurts. Oh, so, okay. um, Nate, any, uh, do you agree with this on uh, Dark Reign? Are Rain? you reading the Dark Reign stuff? Because you read a lot of Marvel. Yeah, the Dark Reign stuff is good. Sure. <laughs> Some of it's worthless, like uh, Zodiac. What was it? Zodiac? Dark Reign. Uh, oh, there was a, yeah, there was a Dark Reign Zodiac. Miniseries. That was yeah. terrible. Oh, I didn't see that one. Um, is that the one with Jake Gyllenhaal and he tries to find out who's the killer? <laughs> yes. Okay. That was actually really good. David just, Fincher that's all film. I know. About. The uh, the list ones have been good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How What's about, the list? Is that people they have to take out? That's Osborne's list. Of, yeah, Osborne, yeah. Are, Norman Osborne made a out. list of nine or ten things. It's that like he wants the Nixon list, you know, the enemies list kind mm. of thing. How about giant sized you know, old actually, man Logan number before one? Before we get to that, though, this, I did start on Dark Rain and I liked everything about it. Yeah. But since it was such an all encompassing thing that I had to get into, I just passed on it. But you guys, you know, you stick with it and stuff. What, so about, you, you, what about Chocolate Rain? I love, I love me some Chocolate, chocolate Rain. Chocolate Rain. Yeah. The thing about it is, the other nice thing about this is you don't have to read them all. I mean, the, the see, individual stories have been very but good. But it's kind of cool, though. And that not you, crossing over. I, I, but it sounds like it is something that if you did keep up with it, yeah. 
it would be pretty cool. Well, right? if you so, read all of them, you'd be disappointed, like I am. <laughs> there you go. What? Do we have to pay for that? Okay, no. sir. As long no. as we keep it under you cut it off seconds. just in time. As long okay. as we keep it under 15 seconds, we're okay. All right, good. Uh, so, giant-sized old man Logan. Now, Lon, you read this. You've been waiting for this And I will give a spoiler-free Okay, go ahead. Spoiler-free review. It's, it's pretty much every. It's pretty much giant size, right? Yeah, but it's really. I think the extra pages are just uh, are artwork. The covers? Are they reprint or anything? no? It's just yeah. It has the covers. It's it has cover like right? pencil artwork in the back, so you can take a look at so it. So the but, story's about as long as the original ones. Yeah, pretty. I mean, there's. I mean, really. Now that kind of ticks me off. Yeah, it does. Well, if Isn't you read it? the last one, yep. you pretty much knew what this one was going to be. Sure. So and that's then it delivered and that's you know and it's Mark Miller tying up his story. The last one ended with a huge sound effect, right? Yeah, it ended up with a giant fart noise, and it was just like Wolverine, what are you doing? But um, he is stories. an old man. I mean, come on. <laughs> but um, yeah, I liked it. Wow, and- we just blown the secret ending of Crackpot Comics. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> but. Uh, you know, it was one of those, uh, I love McNiven's art. It's very, let's just say that there's more art than there is story. And you don't really need a lot of story because you know where it's going. So, okay, I was happy. It's over. Thank God. You know, overall, I, I think I was I was skeptic skeptical about the series. We talked about off it. very skeptical. There yeah. was a whole you thing did. about. I do remember that. And I will say though, you know, it has one ma- in the overall story. It has that giant plot problem with Mysterio and everything, but if you let that go and just read it as a standalone story, I think it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. I heard that uh, this issue actually pays off, that it ties in with 1985 and Fantastic Four. Oh, I wouldn't. read either? I read 1985. Supposedly, 1985, Fantastic Four, and Old Man Logan are all supposed to tie in together, and supposedly, this actually does pay off, and they do. But 1985 was that thing about the, the kids, real world, the villains the kid, coming to the real yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the, the scary of, house. At the end of Secret uh, Secret War. Right. Did that finish? Did that ever yeah, finish? Yeah, yeah, it did. Was that any good? No, nah, yeah. not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of... Uh, yeah. Uh, now, what Fantastic Four? The actual... Yeah, uh, Mark Miller's Miller had a run on... He, yeah, he did like, I don't know, six issues over four years. Something like that. Uh, yes. I mean, Has it been that slow? I will say that you know he does make some references to stuff, but but you didn't read the other things. So no, you don't know so I what, couldn't you quite grab them. <laughs> yeah. But okay. if at any point somebody mentions the year 1985, that might be a clue. <laughs> I just think it. If anything, it it more give. It, Wait, that was a Prince song, wasn't it? Okay, go ahead. It borrows more from 99. like Clint Eastwood's Unforgiven more than anything else, or you know, or any of those old westerns. I yeah. mean, right. that's essentially all it is. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, how about Kick Ass? You know, you guys talked about it last week. Briefly, we did. Um, but uh, we're on Mark we're, Miller Kick. Yeah, since we're doing the, let's finish it up on that. Did you read Kick Ass yet? Absolutely. So we can talk about it? Yeah. Uh, I will say this. <laughs> yes, for me, you can, you can talk about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I basically. Nate, let me see what Nate's going to say. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> I, I, my whole take on it was I've, actually, I've come around to this book um, basically because. I'm reading it for what it is and not what it was what it not told what it me it was going to be. Posed it was going to be. Yeah. So, now that I'm just enjoying it as an over the top, you know, action gore comedy tongue in cheek. He finally got a superhero power this this issue. 
Did he? His head can't be hurt because it's got metal plates. Oh, yeah, in it. I don't really know if that's a superpower. <laughs> that's a superpower. That sounds like a superpower. It was me. confusing the bad guys left and right. We keep kicking him in his head and he doesn't die. <laughs> so and every, then he tells them, I've got metal plates in my head. Oh, so thanks every, for letting us know. So every well, Vietnam vet is a superhero? I guess in that so. Uh, don't you think so? Completely metal heads. Mm. No, I, I thought it was, it was, like I said, it was just a fun read. I thought the big, and I won't spoil it, but the big reveal about who the people were. I thought was funny and at least, you know, total typical Miller writing. You, you say know. the people, you're talking about Big Daddy. Big Daddy. When the reveal of, you know, what he's doing and his motivation, I thought was, you know, it was one of those where it's like, oh, of course, only Mark Miller could do this and pull it off. And then, of course, I felt like the consequence were dealt with realistically. And I thought, oh, okay, so we're going to go this route and be brutal and whatever. So the violence has to match it. And, you know, so now I'm kind of along for the ride and... And, uh, you know, we'll see where it goes. I'm sorry. Were you interrupting your phone? No, I'm just a popular guy. What are you going to do? But, um, yeah. I, so, overall, I kind of liked it. And uh, I, I will be looking forward to the last one, which will come out in, what, three months? So, the next or? one's the last one. In the- I think so, right? Just it's- in time for the film adaptation. Yeah. Well, which I can't, I and think- that's what they did, too, at the very end. They said, they had- coming soon, the movie. And, and they, they had-, had a picture of the of yeah, characters styled differently. John Romita drew, drew them in the movie costumes, pretty okay. much. Yeah. Well, and, and, and the film is done, and I, can't, I think Sony picked it up. March, well. I think, or April of 2010. Yeah, sooner than we think. Wow. So uh, what a machine! Yeah. You know, you, well, it was, you get a it good was property. To, it was you, totally independently shot too, so just waited for studio pickup. It got picked up before the first issue came out, didn't it? Or no, 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 no. no. no it got they started. They it. started filming. They didn't have a distributor. Uh, it was Matthew Vaughn who had done Stardust, right? And uh, he, he must have smoked some Stardust to start and this he project. Got some, you know, he got some backers and went ahead. That still didn't have distribution. Now it does. Oh, okay. So we'll see it in March. And it uh, all did probably thanks to Comic Con. That may be as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's just say one thing coming on the horizon that uh, we're looking forward to is a book. Is it coming out in time for Christmas? Which book? The Astonishing X-Men Omnibus. I don't know. I'm you bitter. mentioned it. Why, why would you ask I'm bitter. Eric? Lo- what? Is it going to be on your Christmas list? It's on my Christmas list. Uh, Rick was, uh, yes, embittered. He put this out. He's very bitter that they are collecting. Is it all 25 issues? Of the, I think so. I think it's the stuff that was in the, the first two hardbacks. The Joss Whedon, John Cassidy, Astonishing X-Men run. Which was fantastic. Comics at their absolute best. Yeah, there's nothing, nothing bad in this. It's in continuity. No Red Hulk anywhere to be found it's, within it's, the pages. It's of in this. relative continuity. It's a standalone story. It's the best char- characters from the X Men. It's great artwork. It's a great story. And they're Rick has not only just bought the right each individual types of issue. He bought the hardbacks, hardbacks, and now they're coming out with an omnibus with even more good stuff. So, yeah. so you know what you're getting for Chris? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm getting a rock from Rick. There yeah. you go. So, uh, no, I mean, uh, Omnibus is $75 for the whole thing. Go out and buy it. it you're not going to get better comics, and that's a value. Then, yeah, that is. What about 1,080 pages of Walking Dead? Would that be a better value for $50? Oh. It certainly is a lot more a lot <laughs> um, more pages to turn. Um, you know that, that okay, that, okay. We're gonna have that. Maybe we should bring you back for the Christmas episode. We'll have a Christmas goose. There you yeah, go. Yeah, would that be a better value? How about a kick in the Christmas? Well, wait, is I, all about value. <laughs> I just can I can we just if we're talking about the omnibus still the X Men one? Yeah, I I think that's the the best thing. And I don't know if you covered it or not. Was it's such a good read for people who aren't who don't want to be bogged down by normal X Men continuity. Right. It's standalone, right. and it's you can just enjoy the characters that you like, and you don't have to be, 
you know, up to speed on everything because you can just enjoy. And that was the most so, satisfying thing about right. astonishing. Well, so, I do believe that yes, The Walking Dead is a very good value. Not everybody likes zombie comics. I do, Derek. Not everybody. Not I do, everybody. I you mean do Darkest like, Night is totally Blackest Night's night going I, off. Marvel Zombies you know, was a big people hit. Are, I mean, you know, Marvel you know, Zombies is not doing all that well anymore. No, they but it, the well it, once it, it, just but it was. The but that's original. not everybody. I'm saying. I mean, it took over an industry for a couple months. It's taken over a culture, everybody. But there's some of us trying to survive without zombies. Yes. Uh, but no, I like Walking Dead. It's a good. It's a good book. But Astonishing X Men, uh, great color. You know. Great art, and I, as much as I like Walking Dead, I don't think the I don't think the art on the Walking Dead is is that fantastic. It's not supposed to be. Okay, that's the justification. <laughs> okay. Do you want good art during your zombie apocalypse? No. <laughs> I don't. I don't even have time to draw. Drawn during the <laughs> zombie apocalypse. As I ran away from, the I zombies. actually no. I got a book from this. Chronicle Books is putting out a zombie journal, a, a year of a guy, and I, I just got this. Lo- the Magic Mailbox delivered this. A guy who supposedly had been locked up in 2013 when the zombie broke out, and he was in his lab, and he escaped a thing. And so that's what he's done. It's like a nature journal. It's his bird journal, which he turns to his zombie journal once the attack happens. That's like happens. the, the uh, haiku book. And he's doing that. And he's doing that. He's like making watercolors of the watercolor the studies zombies. of the of the. Medi- that's like the Lady Pennington's uh, f- crush fairy book. Yes, so. it's like the later Chatterley's lovers book or something. Exactly. Where are we on that list? Thanks for playing. Um, we're we're down here. Okay. So uh, anyway, you know. remind me remind me about zombies when we get here. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> Nate, well, since since gestures cryptically, since uh, Nate's here and we're about to leave this category, should we ask him if there's any comics he recommended or wanted to talk about? Because I know he he went shopping at a different store earlier today. The one that's close to me. Yeah. He did buy comics here, though. I did buy comics here. Okay, Steve. Is at elusive comics and games because the other store didn't have them, right? But if they did have them, I would have gotten them for cover <laughs> price there when I paid ah. double cover price here. This is true. Yes, I would. That's not why they didn't have them. All right. Anyways, uh, comics we are gonna recommend. Uh, Invincible, it's a good one. Yeah. Okay. And anything else? Uh, Walking Dead. We just talked about. All right. Incredible so, Hulk has been good. The, the, the one issue so far. The one issue read, so far, the Greg Pack separate. Wait, has it gone yeah. back to Hulk and not Hercules anymore? No. It's a Come Hulk. on, Lon. How many times do we have to talk about this? There is a Hulk, there is an Incredible Hulk, and there's still an Incredible Hercules. Oh, okay, but I thought you said the first issue of Incredible Hulk, so I thought... Well, it's a new revived one, but... Incredible Hulk Greg, went, Greg you know, Pack. they did Incredible Hulk 600, then Incredible Hulk 601, and Incredible Hulk 602 came out today, which I haven't read yet. Hulk... Whatever they're on fifteen, yeah. That's the Red Hulk. That's the Red right. Hulk one, and, they, and we still don't know who he is. is. We still right. don't know. We're supposedly finding out in uh, eighteen, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we do, I will probably proceed to use Burn the restroom all the previous and ones. <laughs> wipe with it. Did anybody else? Uh, I don't know. Did you guys talk about Cap Reborn three? I haven't read it yet. No, I haven't read it yet. Oh, I read that one. Yeah. Is that getting good? It starts to get good with this one. There's okay. Some, uh, I started skimming through. I can't remember if I read it or not, but I was actual, fine with the previous issues. But Well, the previous issues were pretty good, but it didn't really move right. the story, in my opinion. But They were setting one, things up. Right. This one, all the stuff that's set up starts to move a little starts bit. Starts to move okay. into formation. Good. Well, let's move into movies, shall we? Move into movies. That's uh, why they're called movies. No. I don't no. think it is. No. 
<laughs> yeah, because okay. the image is Nate, moving. Have you, have you listened to the podcast before? Because Lon just says things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Actually, I hate to say it, he's right. They're moving pictures. That's why they're called movies. All right, go ahead. Oh, well. <laughs> Welcome to the broken clock. So it's that twice judgmental. a day right here. Yeah. Uh, so there was some Thor casting news today. Yes. Um, so Jane, awesome. I believe the, the actress Jamie Alexander is... Never heard of her. No, I don't think anybody really has, but she's been cast as Sif. Is she hot? Uh, yeah, she's she cute. Was, she, she's cute. Super cute. I don't know if I'd go for. Uh, I don't she's, know about hot. She's, she's Sif. She doesn't on, need to be hot. She needs to she be a on, warrior woman. She was on an ABC Family show called Kyle XY, the Sci-Fi thing. Hated uh, it. Did you ever watch it? No, I didn't think so. I was busy watching Smallville. Yeah. <laughs> I was busy watching uh, shows on real channels. Oh, <laughs> ABC Family, whatever. Yeah, they're gonna become the Marvel Channel soon. Uh, I'd watch that. Yeah, okay. Well, With repeats go. of Red Brown's Captain America and over and over, yeah. Neil Hammond's Spider-Man, sure. Uh, is it Neil Hammond? I don't know. Neil no, Sedaka. I don't no. remember, but anyway. No. Pete, no, I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, and then Colm Fiore, who's... Uh, oh. Do you, do you know who that is? No. No, he, he's a... I just like the way you said it. He's a British actor. You said it very like... But what they it said... It rolled off your tongue. Like, but what they, said, what they said today was that neither of these actors have actually seen the screenplay, and Confiore knows he's the villain, but he doesn't know what villain he is. They're oh. keeping it there all very secret under wraps. So oh. trying to kind of take a guess. I we know he's not Loki. Steve we know he's not Thor. Loki. We know he's not Loki. There's already been uh, Steve, Tom Hiddleston you know playing. Who's a bigger Thor, Thor villain than Loki? And it has to be Shop a Norse nobody. villain. You know, it could be. Maybe well, he's maybe doing a voice. Because For a frost giant or something? Well, I was thinking I the Destroyer. Earlier. But you know the Destroyer is the magical well, armor? The magical armor, yeah, yeah. I don't think it talks. Can be no, but it can be, you know it what? It can be possessed, It can That's be possessed true. by okay. normal beings, so maybe he's just playing an Earthling. Isn't, isn't the Destroyer a villain in um, Ultimate Alliance? The first one, yeah. yeah but it's a Thor. One. I mean, if you read the the... What was the John Romita Jr. Thor relaunch? With, was it J. J. Michael Straczynski? No, Straczynski. No, it didn't. was uh, they just Dan Jurgens. Dan Jurgens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when they relaunched that, that's when they actually I don't know if they killed Thor. That was the whole introduction. Well, they brought the Jake Olson character yeah, in. Right. Destroyer had actually hurt Thor so bad that he needed another needed human re to yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's when they brought the Jake Olson character. So and and it's you know so the story behind that I think was. Just some schmo possessed, maybe possessed the destroyer armor. Yeah, he's not playing you enchantress. You are not going to get. Oh my God! But anywho, back down, shop boy. <laughs> shop boy strikes again. <laughs> so. But we did discuss discuss the uh, exterminator. Who exterminator? is not the exterminator? Uh, the uh, terminator is no. no. Executioner, executioner. Who is right. who is uh, the enchantress's uh, boy side. toy? <laughs> no. But I would say I would say though it it could be a possible storyline since he is going to Earth. Yeah. If Calm Fiore Fiore was playing like just some schmuck businessman, yeah, it could be. It could be. And he discovers from Loki that he can possess the Destroyer army. That mm -hmm. armor that'd be kind of a cool movie. If you have Thor versus the Destroyer at the very end, yeah. that'd be kick ass. It'd be a lot like Hulk versus the Abomination. Mm -hmm. uh, uh. Only with Actually, Thor. I found that entertaining. I like that. Yeah, we did. I didn't, didn't Too bad it? though. The abomination looked like one of the creatures from uh, what's that game? Gears of War. So okay. yeah, I hated that. There you go. It's uh, like you're gonna spend all this money animating the Hulk to look like the Hulk. Why not make the abomination look, look like, like the, the abomination? abomination? Yeah. 
Well, there's a weird idiots. Thought, there's a weird thought still going on. I think that they're trying to make it seem realistic to some degree, right. and to make it you know. Right. And so, if you made him a fish man, that yeah, would be too much like too a comic booky. Oh, but we yeah. can make him a Norse god. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing when you talk about Thor. So we can bring the Norse gods in into the realistic. Uh, you think they're going to hire a lot of those guys from the Capital One commercials to be like extras absolutely, and stuff? Absolutely, <laughs> that'd be awesome. What's in your wallet? <laughs> I want to see what's in Thor's wallet. Oh, that's not that's that's not his wallet. Mm. Um, anyway, uh, his thunder pouch. So Rob Liefeld tweeted. <laughs> That's hilarious. And eventually, it's going to hit the stands. Sounds like a lead into a match game question. Yeah, yeah. Rob Liefeld tweeted, and three months later, the first tweet appeared, and we're still waiting for the second. You didn't add a blank. We were all going to play the... All right. Rob Liefeld tweeted because not only is it bad enough to use Rob Liefeld to still make money, but he has to tweet and talk about how he's in a production meeting for what film? Youngblood? No. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Grenade? No. Supreme. I know. What? No, this one's kind of weird. He's a it's not weird, merc it's, with a mouth. Absolutely. Exactly. It horrifies me that they're including Rob Liefeld in the brain trust for the Deadpool movie. He only created the character, uh, yeah, he and only... could he screw it up any more than Fox already did? Okay, point taken. Thank Damn you it. for the uh, win. Uh, oh, I should just leave because when, when Lon scored twice on me, yeah. I feel uh. like... The world's upside down. It doesn't make any sense. I have to go mm. home and cry. Well, oh. I've been gone a couple weeks. I had to come back okay. with something, you know. Uh, so he's tweeting that Ryan Reynolds is definitely still involved and everything's moving great and he's really happy. Uh, having met also the. I did the, like the essence of the tweet, though. He's like, he, it was. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, um, costume the, check. Breaking the fourth wall, check. Loads of killing, killing, double check. Yes. Oh, and then the possible breaking there the may fourth be a place, wall. There may be a place for cable in future movies. Got it. Now, challenge to the panel. Cast cable. Go. Uh, Derek McCaw. Derek McCaw, to you. Cast cable. I know, I know. I'm feeling a lot of uh, pressure right Tom now. Tom Skerritt. No, I don't know. No. <laughs> I... <laughs> Uh, yeah, John O'Hurley. That would be uh, John Jay- <laughs> O'Hurley. <laughs> uh, no, I I was going to be a little more sarcastic. Robert Logia. No, I don't know. Oh, Ben Gazzara as Cable. Um, Ed Harris. Hmm. Yeah. With a full gray wig, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe. Maybe. He's a little short, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, but he's he can oh, act. Oh yeah. Who's an older silver foxed gentleman that could pull it, pull it William off? William Shatner. No. That guy's like 80. Who's the guy? Uh, oh, yeah, Bruce Willis. Actually, you're right. At this point, Bruce Willis is Cable. Yeah. No, he's too New York gritty he's, for he's Cable. Too, he's too Bruce Willis. Yeah, he's too Bruce Willis. Yeah, well, then, then it's silly to do a casting because anybody, it has to be an unknown. Yeah. Why? Who? What? What? Ron Perlman. It's cable. No, he's too no, beast he, looking. Yeah, <laughs> beastie. <laughs> fail off, fail storeboard. David Hasselhoff. The Hoff. No, he's already Nick Fury in my heart. He's already got. He's already got the eye patch thing down. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cable's missing one okay. eye. I don't know. Why don't you write in, people? Write in your suggestion. Cast cable because there are people yelling that right now. So write in yes. editor at fanboyplanet.com. We'll and the winner will week. get. Don't you have anything to do Dream date with Lon Lopez? No, I just thought you had like stuff swag laying around we could give out to somebody. I do have some swag, but I'm currently in the middle of a contest for it. We'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that later. later. 
Thanks, Mr. All right, well, Jump I will get, I will give an autographed copy of the newest cable book to the person who comes up with the best Autographed solution. by you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I'll autograph it as I was cable. Uh, as if you were cable. Okay. So then you could tell your friends, see, I got the comic signed <laughs> by it. Cable himself. Cable signed it. Cable signed it. L Cable. Exactly. So you will get that. If you come up with the best casting for Cable, you will get that. There All right. You, you know what? You also had. You told me there was a different casting challenge you had. So offer out another one. Give me another Are casting challenge. Are we there challenge. already? You were there. Well, I'm going to. Why, why not? Okay. The casting challenge is not so much for the listeners. It's for us at the table again. No. Okay. it's This is for... I'm actually sending this challenge through the airwaves to this person. Okay. Now, you guys recommended this book couple about a month ago. And I actually purchased it, and it's one we've touted for a while. But I don't think I've been here yet to tout it. But he's building the suspense. I know. I don't know what. I fell in love with the unknown soldier. That, okay. oh, uh, what was it called? Uh, soldier. What? Haunted house. Was that the? Yes, the the first arc, the the fantastic, which was a fantastic deal too. It was a six issues for bucks. nine bucks, ten bucks, ten bucks. Yep. absolutely the best buy. You get that? Fantastic. You get that one, Nate? Can't say that I you did. would enjoy it. I, I was supposed to have one watching, order. Uh, Dancing don't, with the Stars. Don't talk. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. But we had discussed the this. The Wendy Williams show? Is that what you're watching? Oh, she's terrible. Anyway. Anyways, uh, we had discussed this probably off air, but I thought it was written so well, I felt like it was, it was, I was watching a movie. It's that mm-hmm. well written. Yeah. And I could see that actually being, you know, a major motion picture done yeah. really well. But then your comment to me was. There's well, difficulty in it. There's difficulty because 80% of the movie, the main character is covered in bandages. Yes. And I said, well, who, I know what he's gonna say. who would be brave enough what, to take say? this role? Steal his thunder, Nate. Steal, steal my thunder. thunder. I don't want to steal his thunder. All steal right. his thunder. All I'll say is that he was fresh. I'm yes. Gonna, I'm going to go with somebody who needs to be covered with bandages to no. be who we're on now. Somebody who no. probably, well, he probably could get away with it. He's such a big star. But I think it would be the perfect vehicle for Will Smith. Do you think Will Smith would? I think Will Smith would be one of these actors. He's always tired of taking these van. He does take all these vanity projects, right? Yeah. But he wants to be recognized as a real actor. Well, if you do a movie where your face is covered in bandages for eighty percent of the movie, then it's all acting. You know what I mean? Like it's. We worked for Johnny Depp and Edward Scissorhands. Did it? Okay. He's not in bandages, but. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Uh, so, Will. He's in tight leather. He's, got, I know, he's I know, got scissors on his hands. I know Will listens, and if he doesn't, one of his friends well, certainly Jada does. does. Jada yeah. totally does. And I'm going to go with somebody else, because right now, if there's somebody who needs to uh, turn their career around and could could go with being in bandages so nobody will recognize him for a while, Kanye Conrad West. Kanye, <laughs> Kanye West. <Okay>. Kanye West. <laughs> Rick, I'm going to let you finish your statement, but uh, <laughs> Will Smith had the my best video of all time. Somebody else has a better career that's been ruined. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, I'm just saying, though, I challenge Will Smith to okay, make Unknown that's, Soldier. That's good. Now, we've also got one casting rumor persisting that, of course, Spider-Man 4 is rolling. <laughs> Uh, is growing forward, and Bruce Campbell has appeared in three of them so far. Yeah. He's confirmed that he will he's be a doorman. He was a French waiter and <laughs> uh, a theater usher. Theater usher. But he swears that he's crucial again <laughs> to to Spider-Man Four. Before before you finish, yes. can I just one quick aside? I had a dream that Ted Raimi emailed us and offered his services to Crackpot Comics. <laughs> is that hilarious? <laughs> Ted Raimi. Is that crazy? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Weird. Go ahead. 
weird. I had to say it before I forgot it. Brother of Sam Raimi, director right. of Spider-Man. Director of Spider-Man. So there's a really, connection. There is a connection. And friend a, of Bruce Campbell. For those listening at home. And, and uh, who I interviewed. Friend of Derek McCaw. Uh, well, not friend. I interviewed him. I, he's your friend. He's my friend. If you've talked to him for more than five minutes, you're his friend. Okay. Well, then I am friends with Ted Raimi. Really? We're friends? That's fabulous. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Anyway, the rumor is that Bruce Campbell uh, is set to play but that, that, Mysterio. I know. That and rumor comes every, every movie. movie. Every oh, movie. There was a second one, too. Oh, or the, be chameleon. the Chameleon. So, and I most likely know. he's just going to be snooty waiter or snooty yeah, usher yeah. or snooty parking car attendant or something. But yeah, yeah w- he would make a good Mysterio. Yeah. He would. But he doesn't have enough juice for Sony reps to put him in the big budget thing. I mean, just, I don't know. I Maybe with the burn notice juice he's got right now, I don't know. I, doubt I did it. see a movie where he did great voice acting. What was that? He was in Cloudy with a well, Chance of Meatballs. Meatballs. Nice segue. So yeah. there you go. You saw Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, yeah. 3D, IMAX? IMAX, three, real IMAX, not this IMAX digital Ooh. stuff. I went to San Francisco to the Metreon. And you know what? They charge even more up there for a movie. Yeah. Welcome well, to the city. Oh, that's man. because really it's the only business left open in the Metreon. Yeah, it How is. It's scary park? going through that building. It's yeah. like just – I remember there used to be building like, – People in there. There used to be. Yeah. yeah. Now just Last time I went there, there was this like homeless guy like washing himself in the bathroom. So I was like – well, wow, how the uh, mighty have that, fallen. That, that, that yeah. was Nate. That's every afternoon at San Jose State University. Mm. Well, <laughs> that's why we're not the city. But anyway, even though it was very expensive, I do recommend it on the uh, on the IMAX and in 3D. It wow. was one of the best the best uh, 3D films I've seen in a while. As far could you as, taste the meatballs? I could. I was hungry after oh. that movie, which which. Uh, Man, I couldn't decide what I wanted to eat because there's well, food it, all it, over it, the place. What's the, what's the story? Something it's happened. a chi- it's a children's book that apparently I I did just dodged ever ha- buying for Justin. Uh, we have Thank it God. actually. We, uh, my mother gave it to my to my son. Okay, uh, for Christmas last year. It's um, and the plot is wildly different. Okay, um, that and. It, there may be things that are. That are is, it a, is it about that detective who, when he like chews things, he can tell? There, no, that's that's very different. Oh, that's okay, true. sorry. But John Layman, if you're listening, Lon really misses you. Uh, Sub so, Layman. Yeah. So uh, the, the children's book is about this grandfather tells the story to his grandson. It says it's a it's a tall tale about the city, the town of Chew and Swallow. Yeah. Where <laughs> food. Yeah, which actually my son calls it. He doesn't say it's Clyde with a chance of meatball. He's like, we saw Chew and Swallow. So, yeah. uh, is, that, ta- is that an actual place we can go to? Or? Uh, don't you wish. <laughs> the town of Road Ch- trip. The town of Chew and Swallow where just nobody, nobody has to cook or anything because the weather just delivers it. There's no explanation. It's just that's it's it's the story a of the town where the book. food is. This one actually gets It's in. a fun children's book, but it, but it is a silly one. It is, yeah. I want to, the, the voice acting in this is great because you get Bill Hader as the main character, the scientist Love guy. Love him. And then you've got Anna Ferris as the, the, the female lead who's this kind of cute and perky newswoman. Anna Ferris-like character. Who, who <laughs> Does ends she up, play anything else? She ends up getting nerded up towards the end. So instead of making going from the nerd girl to the cute girl, she goes from the cute girl to the nerd girl, which is a nice little twist. Oh. Does she stuff her face with meatballs? That's hot. She, right. she, no, everybody kind of, yeah. everybody in this movie eats a lot. Nate, do you like to go to the movies with me? No. no. Thanks. One of the cooler casting bits, the police officer in the, sh- in the show, Mr. T. And doing a very, right. very good job of uh, of delivery. Better, better, best, best Mr. T delivery ever. So you're saying he didn't sound like Mr. He T? Didn't, best Mr. He T didn't. He didn't sound like. He sounded like Mr. T with um, 
acting with, lessons? With acting lessons, yes. Being wow. able to enunciate properly. Fantastic. So, um, Did he pity anything in it? No, I don't believe so. Oh, okay. He has to... a son who he, he loves dearly. Wow. Loves he? Because i got to say, uh, once when I was in college, I was on the streets of Las Vegas, and I walk, was walking behind Mr. T., and he does talk like Mr. T when no one's oh. no one's looking. So yeah, back that when you were in college, he was probably <laughs> he still was Mr. T. Though. It was a little weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but great, great story. And this the idea that they've got all this three dimensional food flying all over the place is just brilliant. And it doesn't play to the the typical three D. Okay, now we're going to have something poke out of the screen at you. Instead, it's mostly depth, which adds a lot to the rendering and to mm-hmm. the the realism look of it. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to. Funny, it. entertaining, very funny. Uh, laugh out loud stuff. There's there's this moment with uh, yeah. When you come out of it later, you will if even when you see it, you will find Steve to be a terrifically funny thing to say. Okay. So I'm not going to go any further than that. I uh, already just, think Steve's pretty funny. Steve's Whenever funny, I come it here, is funny to say Steve. Yeah. So um, yeah, we there were there were some incredibly funny parts of this movie, and and not not anything you couldn't take a six year old to, to awesome. see. Awesome. Well, All right. And so, my f- wife did. Well, the next time I take my six year old friend out, I'll bring him to that movie. There so. you go. Let's go to another topic. Here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is Nate's job tonight. He's not going to really comment so much as go. It's uncomfortable. I'd like to move on. Uh, well, what? a movie that uh, Rick and I watched last night that may... I'm a Boy Scout leader. What? Yes. yes. Uh, Rick and I last night got a chance to... The Magic Mailbox delivered early uh, Superman, Batman, Public Enemies. The latest nice. Is this the one where they're like rapping and they're talking about fight the power and yes, stuff and like that? Yes, and Johnny Depp plays Dillinger. Yeah. Um, nice. I didn't see that movie. No, we didn't, Rick. We saw instead an adaptation of the that. Jeff Loeb, Ed McGuinness uh, first six issues of... The Superman oh. Batman comic book. Uh, and I don't know. What would you say? We watched this. This is the first one I've watched on Blu-ray. So. I didn't feel like I wasted my time. No, it was it was enjoyable. And, it, and huh? we had, we've, had, we've been having this ongoing com- conversation about animation on Blu-ray versus live action on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And I, in, in watching it from that critical point of view, it was a very clean production. I mean, it's the... Yeah. the cl- not not that good, huh? There's a certain subsection of fandom, and sometimes I'm in that mood where you just want to watch your superheroes actually just beating the crap out of each other. Yeah. And that's really kind of what the plot of Public Enemies was in a in the comic book. Was this really talky, though? Uh, not particularly. Not so a lot of action, then? There's a lot of action. Cool. There's a yeah. lot of action, a lot now, of wait, superheroes. Here's the question I have to ask. Sure. Because the best part of the Public Enemies story in the comic needed to make it in this to be good. What would that be? Did they have to fight Hawkman and Shazam? Yes. All right. Yes. Then that keeps my interest going. So they do do that. Um, that's still there. Most of the things that are changed are the things that are the logic leading in. Obviously, they tried to make it a little timely. Stan Berkowitz's script sort of ties in that the economy's gone bad. They're trying to explain why a convicted Well, the economy felon, had recovered by the time. Oh, but because of Luther. Because of Luther. Yeah. Uh, Things were boring. They were trying to achieve a logic at the beginning of the film as to why convicted felon Lex Luthor could be elected president. Right. Uh, which never quite gels. So was he actually convicted felon in the storyline? They made. He kept alluding to it that he was the he villain. Didn't, he he didn't was the say... villain. As opposed to the way it was in the comic book where they said there's so many complex things where Lex Luthor has always sidestepped being right. accused, being thrown, convicted, in, thrown in jail. Being convicted, right. And... 
In this one, though, because the average viewer would say, well, Lex Luthor, isn't he a villain? He keeps, like, referring to, well, I paid my debt, and I know rules, you know, no one's right. above the law, and blah, blah, blah. And so it kind of made that was like a big, And he makes a big statement about how, you know, he's talking to Power Girl, and he goes, you know that I've changed. I've been bad, and I've come over to good. Don't you think it's possible that Superman could have been good and gone Got to the bad? bad? Yeah. So it kind of, you know... Kind of well, maybe in that universe, there's an amendment, perhaps. Yeah. And they've made, and, and I thought they did a fairly good job of bringing Ed McGuinness's art to life. Some of the Superman, Superman and Batman themselves didn't look so much like Ed McGuinness versions, but everybody else did to me. The Captain Adam, you know, the I Major Force. I didn't. I wasn't seeing it until afterwards when we were watching the supplemental material, and they showed some of the, the panels mm-hmm. out of the book. And I have to agree with you; it's 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 pretty darn close. Yeah. Hmm. And I, I thought the supplemental material was really was really good. There's a, a little featurette on the psychology, bringing in psychologists to talk about Superman and Batman. They do Why that they like finish? every video. Though. Not no, like no, this. no this not like this. Really good. Oh. No, this is really actual like psychologists. Behind not, the cape. Yeah, not expert. You know, usually it's like the people that have written the stories and they're there too. Right. But this is actually psychologists that are saying. I like, read an article in Psychology Today, today and then I applied the that to Batman. Wrote, yeah, this is the person who wrote the article saying, yeah. "Well, here's what the was trauma the psychologist name Chase." Meridian? No. no. Oh, okay. Just uh, so I thought that was really cool. And then now the two-disc regular DVD has a shortened version of this dinner with Bruce Tim, Andrew Romano, Gregory Novak, plus Kevin Conroy. And it was really funny because because we started it and Rick said something about well if they if this is really dinner with him I'd want to see them taking the waiter taking their order and then about five minutes in a waiter comes refills their glasses and it was like it's and you really, see Bruce Tim adding sugar to his iced tea you know, it was and very casual so it's a dinner conversation it wasn't quite my dinner with Andre but it but was, it was a dinner darn, conversation darn about the creation of Batman the animated series and it was kind of it was really interesting very, so it's kind of like John Favreau's dinner for five yeah 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 hmm. yeah which I've Watched only a couple of clips of, but yeah. So it was kind of cool. But these people would never be on John Favreau's show. So you know, it no, was nice. I do want to. I do want to point out that uh, if you're watching Power Girl and you're trying to figure out what's wrong with her, it's because they've styled her after a completely different Warner Brothers character in this movie. Yeah, she does have the Jessica use, Rabbit. Uh, she looks a lot like Tweety Bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. Her hairstyle and her head is just kind of like got that sort of Tweety Bird. Does she look shape. like the angry Tweety Big. Bird that like ate the growth serum? Yes, and yes, like, yes, 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 yes. Has a little that's her head. That, that's just her head. With and then, that and then me as a child. And then she's got very, 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 very large breasts. As do most birds. Yes. As so, does that Tweety. Yes. So um, overall, yeah, it, it's not. I became st- a man. On I'm the still going to stand by Wonder Woman as being the best of the animated. Films, but this and I would say Superman Doomsday. It's would a be the close worst. call for me between that and um, Final. Uh, which uh, uh, New Frontier? New Frontier. New Frontier was very good too. Yeah. Then there's a preview for the new. Better or worse than Green Lantern? First Light. Both are better than. Oh, this is this is better than Green Lantern. I think. Yeah, I think I liked First Light better than you did, but I would. So it's hard for me to say. Yeah. Um, I think I liked First Flight a little a little better than this, but I thought this was a decent adaptation. I thought of the First story. Flight could have had about a third of it edited out, and, and then we got and then we, and then you get a, a nice uh, featurette on the making of the next one, which is Justice League Crisis on Two Earths. Yeah, and what that I which I'm not good. looking forward to. I, I well, here's why I'm looking forward to it now. I did not really because Mark Harmon as Superman seemed to be somewhat uninspired casting, and I'm still going to stand by that. But James Woods as Owlman. They, they showed they showed Woods doing some of his uh, some of his voice work and like, recorded, and you're going. Oh, yeah. I've already heard him as a villain on Family Guy. Haven't you seen that episode? Yes, or Hercules, Disney film. I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
Um, Hades in that. But the thing with that is, though, it's they're doing a whole direct to DVD thing, direct to DVD thing about the Injustice Gang, didn't the Crime they? Syndicate? Crime Syndicate, didn't they do that on, on Justice League Bowl. Unlimited? No, and, actually, Justice League Unlimited never has done that one. This they was never a had script an that they this no. was a script that they had set up to do. No, they had one where no, they, they didn't. Okay, no. maybe not unlimited, but Brave, Justice League. No, Brave and the Bold did Owlman last yeah. season, where they went to where Batman went to that Earth. What used to be Earth three? No, he, I remember he seeing met that. Owlman and Matt Owlman the came back. But they said they had the writer from uh, Justice no, League. because they even yeah. have the Justice League figures of the Dark Justice League and stuff like that. No, that that, that was. Um, I know what you want to talk about. The Earth where Superman had died, and and they made action figures of them. That's not the that's not the crime syndicate. Are you sure? I am positive. Okay, I people. If they you were the know Justice any... Lords, they were called Justice the Justice Lords. Lords. Okay, maybe, but they were criminals, though. No, they? they weren't. They were people that had taken their powers and just taken over the Earth to for the Earth's own good, as opposed to the crime syndicate, which is okay. they are the super They're criminals. They're the mafia. They basically, okay. yeah, right. the mafia of, the, of that alternate Earth, where, where Lex right. Luthor is the good guy, and he's the last surviving member of the Justice League. And it was going to be the next season of Justice League Unlimited. Hmm. And so okay. the guy had the screenplay, and they said, well, now we're doing these. Why don't you dust this off? And, and juice it up a little. And so, yeah. Yeah, it, I just, I never, anytime that storyline comes around, I just never find that interesting. So, oh, I, I absolutely love those. It looked mm. really good. It looked really good, but I, I hate alternate versions of our heroes. You but know as, what I mean? but it, as I, I then posted last night, what I'd really like to see now, and, and you commented on my Facebook post, that I would rather, I want to see the first, what is that? that is, um, New it's World Order? New World, o- New New World, World Order. Order. Grant Morrison's first arc on JLA. If you're going to animate a classic thing like that and just use sure. the JLA characters over and over, do that. Do the best That's, one ever. That, yes. Um, so uh, it's out there. Uh, Gregory Novak, if you're listening. Diane. Diane Nelson. Diane. Or, I mean, at least me do a good Aquaman one, you know? <laughs> oh, good. Uh, thank you. That's so nice. An Aquaman, Plastic Man, Metamorpho team-up. Can I say wow. that thanks to Brave and the Bold, I have lived longer than I thought I was going to because now Brave and the Bold. <laughs> wow. No, I'm going to say this. Brave and the Bold. Uh, is now an or Airhead Candies has, has Brave and the Bold editions, which means now they're actually I could buy a Plastic Man candy bar. Really? And I don't know what you flavor it is. I think it's I think it's watermelon. Well, aren't Airheads kind of like uh, taffy? Taffy, so yeah. It's kind of a could, Plastic Man taffy. I know it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. But I never thought I'd live to see the day that Plastic Man would be on a candy you wrapper. Like Kate Hepburn. <laughs> oh, you old poop! Uh, so I never thought I never I'd thought I'd live today. The see today, I'm sort of like a Kennedy. Um, that uh, <laughs> keep thinking. Well, the dead one. Right. Oh, they're all dead. Anyway, hey, but, wow. while you're talking about that, you mentioned Element Man, and I did want to say this week was the last Wednesday issue comics. of Wednesday Comics, which, as I thought it would be, it's like page after page of ending story with all these uh, all these coming to close in one issue, which. Yeah. At one point, it was kind of interesting, but it got a little awkward as it went along. Um, but I'm happy to see that close out. It, it, I think most of the stories did deliver. Okay, good. There were a couple that that I that overstayed uh, we, their welcome. We, we talked about that Maybe. that didn't quite do All it. All right. So well, let's talk about a show that may have over, overstayed its welcome there, Lon. Uh, Heroes. Did anybody here watch Heroes? Yeah, absolutely. What did you think, Nate? You're the only one of us. Who I watched, watched it. the first 15 minutes of it. I watched up to where. Um, What's her name gets a roommate and they're talking about uh, the, making uh, out the ridiculously two in the school roommate. Right. 
Yeah. Are spoilers on for this? Sure. No, Claire. Is that the cheerleader? Claire, yeah, the Claire, yeah. Cheerleader goes to college. So she can still be a cheerleader, technically. Well, she d- uh, declined the cheerleader offer to be a cheerleader. Oh, of course, at first. Um, <laughs> but she'll be back. <laughs> you can't. You can't. She's going to bring it on later. She's got that monkey. She's got an overachiever roommate. Well, let's uh, talk about the beginning, the opening, though. Because the opening with the funeral, oh, the yeah, funeral yeah. service with a bunch of people we've never seen before. Well, we may have seen one of them. Okay. There's an Irish guy doing the uh, eulogy. Right. And Who's dead? And uh, Ray Park is in it. He was one of the... Uh, Did he play Snake Eyes in this one? one? I was hoping he was going to be either Snake Eyes or whatever his name is. Did he actually get to speak in this one? He did speak. He oh, that's did. unfortunate. He had some yeah, action and some speaking. It wasn't actually that bad. I was impressed with it. And what was his power? He was super fast, like kind of flash speed. Not even not flash speed, but super fast and uh, like like Quicksilver weaponry. speed. Oh, okay. Not even that fast. Well, it's like what's so. Really, he's just pretty aware. No, he was really fast, but oh, okay. he was no. So wait, whose flash. funeral was it though? Who died? That the per- the funeral possibly is for someone that we have seen before. Mm. Uh, and the only reason I know this is because Pern, who apparently pays more attention than I do, uh, was like, oh, you know, didn't um, somebody go to a carnival a couple years ago in an episode? And Well, we were at Comic-Con. The Hobbit, that Hobbit turned the lights on with his powers. That was in Wolverine. What? Yeah, that that's wasn't in, in Heroes. That's in Wolverine. That's <laughs> yeah. So apparently somebody, well, somebody wasn't paying as much attention as you thought. <laughs> Well, this this I think ties Is it into yes, yeah. it's an okay. Dominic, Dominic Monaghan. So this this does. <laughs> when we were at Comic Con, the Hobbit across, played that guy. Yes, a Hobbit played a that Hobbit. guy. When we were at Comic Con across the street from the there convention a, center. There yeah. was a carnival set up. There was a carnival, and set up, it all yeah. had hero stuff. And everyone's going, "What the heck has well, that got to this, do with anything?" Yeah, Isn't so. that this this one? It's called yeah. Freak Show or something. Or? Yeah. I thought it's called Circus? Redemption or something like that. I think Redemption this, and. Uh, but there is a freak show in there. Yes. Yeah. So. Okay, but did you like it? Just give me a second. Yeah, I did. You did? Okay. I've always liked Heroes, but uh, I have two people always complain about it, and I tell them to shut the hell up. <laughs> but yeah. you, Now, Derek, you said that it was the lowest rated episode they've ever, ever had. Yes. And well, I would have to say sense. that they, they made a critical mistake by opening this up with 15 minutes worth of stuff, where, or at least 10 minutes of it, where you're not seeing any characters you've seen in, in the episodes before unless you're paying attention to... <laughs> to Wolverine. To Wolverine. <laughs> um, so, so, so confusion there. and that's just a big mistake. I mean, especially if your show has well, got kind of a tenuous and grasp I'm go- on it. And I'm going to say the other thing, and it was counter-programming, um, is that it also went up against the season premiere of House, which has normally been on Tuesday oh, nights. Oh, House ended mm-hmm. strong last year. Yeah, and so House was the highest-rated episode House has ever been. Yeah. And, and they it were just, both two hours. They and were, they both they start with hours. H. And then, and then what, whoever wasn't watching that is then split over to the CBS sitcom block, which also had the highest ratings it had ever had. Right. So, so everybody had high ratings except Heroes. Heroes paid for What's it. What's on CBS at that hour? Big Bang. The Big Bang Man. Theory. Well, it's a lead-in oh, to Big Bang Theory, and then there's the – Yeah, Big Bang uh, Theory's changed its time. Accidentally on purpose. And how I yeah, stuck sure your mother. Blows, but, um, I like her. I don't care. I, just, I mean, I like her. I went and watched. I went back and watched that online. Okay. Um, yeah, it's How I Met Your Mother, which is a very popular sitcom. Big Bang Theory, which is the show for us. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I was underwhelmed by that show. The two times I've seen it. Oh, well, all right. Okay. That's okay. 
Maybe I'm too cool. You probably <laughs> Maybe. are. Maybe. I'm underwhelmed by your face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to continue watching Heroes? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. I'm, uh, Heroes is still... Did anybody um, die last season that we can talk about? Well, there was a really twisted thing with uh, um, the oh, older yeah, brother. Yeah. Nathan died. And they, they made... And, uh, uh, Parkman made Siler believe that he's Nathan, and he made him shapeshift to be Nathan. I'm glad that actor still has like job security. Even if he dies on the show, someone else will play exactly. him. And yeah. He has to play himself. Playing. It's Plus, they can always funny. go back in time and bring him back or something, right? Uh, I don't know. They could. But th- are we spoiling this episode or no? Not this. Not, not, not this. Early. I think people are still time shifting it. Okay, whatever. But Maybe last season, though, didn't the, the speedy girl die? Didn't she die? Yes, she died. And she didn't come back, right? Yeah, no, did she, she did. die all the way? Yeah, I think she died. In, she was real in dead. Cap- <laughs> well, no, no, they they thought she had died, and they found her again, and then I thought she died right. again. And okay, that's why well, didn't they didn't they have a kid died though? In the future, but I, Parkman's I, uh, got yeah. a kid, but with his real wife, not with. Yeah. Him. But okay. is that really his kid though? Wasn't it the yeah, other guys? No, no, supposedly it's his kid. Yeah. Oh, okay. We see, I just can't. I can't keep. Up. I know it's it's it's, it's well, hard. See, the whole problem with the show was the writer strike, and then everybody got off the boat. And I never. I mean, there was a little bit of a drop off in quality, but I never. I would say the problem with the show is they that. move it along a little too slow. It needs to be. They need to pick pick up the pace a little bit, not yeah. do so much. My biggest problem with the show worrying. is they move a storyline around, and then the characters don't change. You know what I mean? Like it's. They, they don't follow their own continuity, so you're sitting there going, "Yeah, wait a minute, you've been through all this crap, but yet you're still making the same yeah, dumb Claire, mistakes. Claire is so, still yeah. Claire as she was yeah. before, and yeah. And it's just, it's ridiculous. Okay. Good point. And Allie Larder's died like eight times. And it's well, like, there's three different um, Right, and that was yeah, retarded. It's like, oh, we killed her if twice. If only there were. Guess what? We made she's triplets. She's not that hot, Derek. The old In person, teeth. though, she's a lot better looking. She is. She is. She's very hot in real life. <laughs> In person, Ali, if Amazing. you're listening, come on, hang out yeah, with us. Hang out with us. We will not. Don't let Nate, send us a picture. We will not let Nate near you. You know, she's never seen me before, Derek. There's no. no um, once Derek know? posts your picture on uh, <laughs> yeah, the Fanboy to. Planet, uh, stay away from this man. <laughs> Get away from her. Oh, so the thing I was going to say though about the heroes is Claire's in class taking a test, and the teacher's reading um, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Cool. Clearly oh. holding it up to the camera so we can see what book he's reading. <laughs> nice. <laughs> little product placement oh, there. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Apparently he went to Comic-Con. Uh-huh. Uh, characters on television that did not go to Comic-Con were the guys on Big Bang Theory because it was a, it was actually a little point this week. They didn't go I to Comic-Con? Well, that's they said. Oh, oh yes, yes, they were yes. in the Arctic, weren't the, they? The characters did. Yes, the characters didn't. Did yes. you hear... Uh, I saw Canal on uh, our buddy, Canal Yes. Nayar. Yes. He was on G4 and they talked about how they the, the party where we butted up to him? No, 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 no. They talked about how they were all required to grow beards for the season premiere. Uh-huh. Then when they got there, they weren't long enough, so they had them shave them off. And then they put <laughs> told fake ones on. <laughs> we, we'd had a conversation about this earlier. I think because they looked so fake. And, and Rick sat down and I said, those were not the beards they were wearing at Comic-Con. No, I didn't think they were. I thought they could use their beards as the basis so they might look and a little more realistic. Because it's filmed in front of a live audience, you can't actually like shoot that scene, then shave, shave the beards yeah, off yeah. of it. You know, yeah. but. Yeah. No, that's what he said. They, they were all because their beards weren't short, so they couldn't put beards on the beard. Because maybe if they had had the real hair. beards, they would have kept them through the whole ser- the whole yeah. first episode. No, they didn't look good on them. No, they didn't. No, um, wasn't that a point? Aren't they supposed to be nerds? <laughs> Nate's much. got a point. Let's Nate's move got on. A point. Nate's and, figured it and out. And the haircut's all covered. So uh, yeah, well, it, so it premiered to its highest rating ever, and uh, it was. Um, 
I was uh, I was a little underwhelmed this week. Oh, I actually kind of like me. But since you didn't see it, I don't want to blow it because I think you. I will catch, catch it up. online now that yeah. I know it's online. Yeah. So yeah, this is the first year. That I blame it. Comcast. <laughs> they I, that's okay. You screwed can't. me twice this week. But CBS is finally wising up and putting that on, putting full episodes. They online. better. So uh, well, I'm, I mean, thirteen million there. viewers. Yeah, they yeah. better give them a yeah. wet bar. Okay. Uh, I also have to apologize because apparently next week, October 2nd, I believe, is when second season of Sanctuary starts up last week. I kind of ripped into this show. I still believe my criticisms were valid, but what I hadn't watched was the season finale, the two-part season finale, which was actually really good, changed the game of the show, and made it into something that I really Is this that like, really crappy sci-fi show you were talking about? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. So you came around? Uh, to the, What I say is – and now, have you watched the webisodes? No, I have not. I'm waiting okay. to get the, the so, discs because they're uh, on the disc. So what I, I feel is that they, they include the, the original webisodes. Right. The webisodes version of what was the two-part pilot tells the same story in half the time mm-hmm. and so much better. And if they just use that as the pilot, except that Dr. Will, whatever, the, the young guy's uh, Zimmerman, he is actually a doctor, not a psychiatrist. He's actually a doctor of the hospital. Well, what does that say to you? What do, what do you think the story is there? I think what the, what happened was the the studio bought it. Oh, and I said, think absolutely. They blow just, that out to an hour. That sci, yeah. What I noticed is the difference is that sci, the sci fi version. What, what what I've hated the most about the show is like Star Trek: The Motion Picture. So much of look at how cool our special effects, our green screen work is, and how much time is spent going over cityscapes and just slowly ambling around and going, look, we've created this all on a computer. And the webisodes don't do that. Uh-huh. They just go. Foom, you know, they tell the story. So the they stuff. just whip it out and put it right there in right, front of yeah. you. Right. Yeah. So Force you to look at it. So a two-part, yeah. two-hour pilot on the webisode is just four 15-minute episodes. Same amount of story. Rearranged some of the elements, too, because they bring up the whole thing with John Druitt right at the very beginning. So from the beginning, you're wondering, you know, you know that she's old yeah. because it's in 1880 in England and, and then going forward. And so it's like all, and all these mysteries that, like, were – Six, seven episodes before they go out, they're all there in the pilot. And I'm like, wow. So I would say if you get the DVD or rent the DVD, watch the webisode, then just skip to the last two episodes, and that's a great League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the next generation. You know, it's awesome. I, I probably wouldn't argue too much for much of that. I think there are a lot of good scenes throughout the rest of this series. There are good series. scenes throughout and the series. And I said scenes, yes. <laughs> but so, but I, so I, I, I'm. I'm, uh, I'm glad you. I also say, however, though I know there is a difference, as my sister-in-law posted and said, "Well, you know, we enjoy watching it on Friday night." Like, There's a difference, say, when you're watching it with your kids and it's just one hour each week, and to power through six episodes in a row. And That's go, true too. I have no life, and, and so you're putting your. Own I'm wasting my dismal, day. Dismal life. I could be looking art. at the sun, okay, uh, or playing Bejeweled. <laughs> uh, I don't play that. Oh, game. sorry. thousand oh, uh, on Bejeweled, Derek. What? <laughs> I got a beat lawn score, um, and and I watched on Blu-ray also uh, Gojira, the original um, Japanese version oh, yeah. of Godzilla. That just came out on two there, right? Yeah. So thank you, thank you for giving me the time. I forgot I lost track of when it was coming out. So now I'm glad we're, I'm talking about it tonight. I watched it. Interesting because I was one of those who thought that it was kind of a joke of a film, and some of it still is because the special effects being what it's they really are. Dark. I mean, it's really yeah. Um, it's noir. actually the original Gojira is very. Um, you mean the movie about the giant lizard who kills everybody? Yeah, Godzilla. Yes. Yeah, no, I mean the filming of it is is. Oh, you mean it's like, literally not bright, right? Oh, okay. It, it, that that is true as well to cover up. I'm sure some of the special effects deficiencies. Yeah. 
But actually, the plot line is a lot. You know, you're getting and and listening to the commentary. There's a lot that had some resonance that I could imagine in Japan in 1954. This really was scary. Is this yeah. the one with uh, Perry Mason? No, no, they, they, they edited that out. That's the American. No, version. no, 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 no. They, they never. They put him in for the American release right. that is called Godzilla. Um, this is now called. This is Gojira. Is what it was the original, and that's what the word is. Uh, in, As we in know from Japanese. the Godzilla that came out in the late nineties, oh Dean God. Devlin, which uh, has Roland which Emmerich. has one scene in common. Exactly. I still have Sean Renault going, told him the lighter up, going, "Tell me what you know, old man." Like somehow the lighter is going to hypnotize that poor Japanese fisherman. That was a horrible, horrible film. Gotcha. Thank you for bringing it up. Yeah. Gotcha. The original. Um, Did- did anybody think it was going to be good when uh, they wouldn't even no. show what he no. looked like and Taco Bell was giving away no. terrible cups? and uh, No. Here, laser, laser. Great promos. Did you watch the, the Office last week? Yes. yes. Michael Scott tells everybody in the office that Oscar is the voice of the, of the Taco Bell Chihuahua. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> like, who's spreading that rumor? But anyway, uh, so the con- I, I think that this Blu-ray release was the same one that you said they, they cleaned it up. Two years ago for regular DVD, right. so I think this, there's no real difference between there. However, and if you you're really Blu-ray, have to, you have to watch to see what they say about how it's been prepared for Blu-ray, whether they've gone back to the original negatives or it's just been yeah, prepped. I'm, I'm honestly not up. sure, so I'll check that. I'll check that tonight. Could you answer a question for me though? Yeah, Godzilla, male or female? Depends on which movie you're watching. Yeah, because there was that one movie where Godzilla had a kid, right? right? Yes, and I'm kind of sitting there going, he doesn't lay the egg though. Well, I'm just saying, if Godzilla has a kid and I've there's always, no always, other Godzilla around, they usually treat him. I'm at, thinking it's a they mother. They usually treat him. Say Godzilla is a he. Okay. Yeah. And right. then here is, and the way the movie actually says is that is that uh, there will be other Gojiras. So that's the on I Planet think, X. But no, no I saw that movie. But no. in the '90s, the film uh, it was a female. Oh, was in, in the in the because yeah. laid eggs. Right? Laid she eggs. laid eggs underneath Madison yeah. Square Garden. Oh my yeah. gosh! Oh my um, gosh! And also, Godzilla squeals like a a chick. It's not a very manly squeal. Wow. <laughs> we we need to know less about your dating. <laughs> Nate Casanova Costa. <laughs> uh, is it dubbed or subtitles? no? It's in it's subtitles. Subtitles. Well, what about the extras? Are they in English? Or uh, the extras are in English by some Godzilla fan, which proves that just because you're an expert in something doesn't mean you should speak publicly. <laughs> uh, because I watch these documentaries and I'm wow. barely saying what the guy's going. And a uh, little known fact about Godzilla <laughs> is it, uh, it's wow. so monotone. And then I thought, well, I'll listen to it with com- the commentary. Hi. Oh, this guy again. <laughs> you know, people don't realize. And it's like, you know, it's like America's foremost Godzilla fan. And I'm like, wow. Would you like that on your business card? It was amazing. Todd McElroy it's from uh, yeah, like Minnesota. That. Wait a minute. What about America's foremost Godzilla fan slash expert led you to believe this man would be an exciting <laughs> no, speaker. I, I, nothing about that. It was just funny because I've heard fans speak. I mean, we're fans. We I think we're fairly entertaining to listen to. People have told us that. Are um, you an expert on any one subject? Then? No, I'm a Zorlak. I'm totally okay, different. I'm you know. um, See, that makes you well rounded I moved out of my mom's basement. I, on the other hand, am... A into moth, my wife's house. Moth and genius. Uh, he, uh, you are a moth or genius? Moth or genius. Especially the little girls. The little what were their names? Twin, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, moving right along. <laughs> anyway, uh, so... Bye, shop boy. Oh, wait, you're not leaving? Oh, okay. All right. I thought he was walking oh. out the door. 
When are we going to do the Shop Boy Cabana Boy crossover? Don't you? Hey, and when you look back, don't you think his hair is just luxurious? It is quite bouncy and full of body today, yes. I'm just, anyway. Um, and then you, Rick, have played this new Halo thing. What Halo you think, ODST. What the ODST stands for? Yeah. Orbital OST. Shock Trooper. That's uh, Orbital no. Drop Shock Trooper. Drop Shock Trooper? Only orbital Super Drop Shock Trooper. play this game. <laughs> okay. I can't play Halo. This, this is a cool game. Yeah, no, if you like Halo, you're going to like this one. So, so if you don't like Is Halo, that your review? Okay. Well, if you like Halo. No, no, no. no. The, the, the whole thing about this is they've taken the the support trooper, the, the non-super uh, marine that we had in the uh, in the chief. He's not in the Spartan yes. Molnar armor. He is just in light uh, light armor. He's got a silent submachine gun and the old pistol. But if you can't see the guy, why do they always... Actually, you can. T- the way this thing goes is you have... Basically, three stories going along all at the same time. You have the rookie, who is – it's the character you start off with. It's really the character you think you are. Um, a, a group of, of ODST have dropped on the town of New Mombasa, which is where Halo 3 starts off with uh, Master Chief fighting off the Covenant. This is a couple weeks before that, after it's been an originally uh, originally invaded. And you drop in. So this would be the point, by the way, that I would immediately get killed while playing this game. You would, you would get killed. <laughs> so in this the, is all. I don't have to listen for the. You get killed in the scene this where they determine whether or not you like your I up get, arrow to move your eyes up in a or cut down. Scene, I'm that bad. You're that bad. <laughs> so I've gotten better. So you get. You have these episodes where the first part is you as the rookie moving through an area and getting to one of these zones that you're trying to reach. And when you get there, you see the scenery of a prior battle, and then it cuts to another one of your guys six hours, four hours ago during the daylight, and they're fighting another battle, and you play that scene as them. So you play through all these as the different uh, ODS. So you get to be all the different troops. Where right. do the where do the Slurpee cups fit in the continuity? I haven't seen the Slurpee cups, okay. so I can't tell you. <laughs> but I will tell you that the the leader of the ODST is uh, voiced by Nathan Fillion and looks like Nathan Fillion and moves like Nathan Fillion. And wow. therefore, our female listener uh, has decided like to get this game. To get yes. this game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's that's the the two first parts of your active story, and then these these inter- interactive flashbacks of the other story. The third part is almost a radio drama because if you move through it, you pick up these old transmissions of somebody who's of Orson Welles. Dur- War of no, the no, it's a, it's a woman <laughs> moving through the city. Casey as she Kasem's tra- top forty. <laughs> She's moving through the city trying to escape the initial Covenant invasion, and it's like a radio drama because we get her story as she moves through the city, and you can when you pick these things up, they just start playing like a radio, and you can continue on pl- uh, walking through the city while this is playing in the background. Wow. It's really an interesting these transmissions. Effect. It's something they they did. Uh, the first time I think I saw it was in um, oh Bioshock. They were they did a lot of the backstory with these old time radio so sounding. Let me things. ask this. I mean, just, just stop for a second. Do you think that and because this has been kind of an argument that's been going on aesthetically for a few years with video games, as these narratives are getting more sophisticated and pulling these things out, are you on the side that video games are becoming an, a truly an art form? Oh, definitely. Why I mean, wouldn't they be? They're 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 definitely a story based. Uh, the good ones are story based and tell a story with um, all the things you'd expect from a good story: character development, movement, a pacing, and uh, some type of climax. And then uh, I don't want to get people excited here. 
Uh, and then a resolution. Don't worry. No. We're so. fanboys, speaking of some, some type of climax. Yes. I would Nate. like to point out about Halo, uh, if, if I had known beforehand that this was coming out. It just came out two weeks ago or yesterday. No, it hasn't come out. Uh, it it, hasn't it, come came, out, out it came out on Tuesday. Pardon me. Okay, yes. so it just came out on Tuesday. Uh, back at Comic-Con at the Xbox Live party, I could have played this. Friend of Fanboy Planet, Michael J. Flores, actually did play. If I would have known it was going to be such a big deal, I might have sat down and got on the sticks. Yeah. But you didn't, and here we are. Terrible. Well, the interesting thing about this one is because you are a trooper, you're not the – you can't just run into a group of Covenant. There's a lot more stealth stuff. You – it's a lot like the Batman thing. Sometimes if you can assess it, you could run into and deal with it. Um, the Batman thing, <laughs> the Arkham Asylum, as we talked about last week. If, depending on your assessment of how bad it is, you might have to take things out ahead of time, sneak around a little bit, and then move in. Did, or did you read Monday's uh, PvP online? No, I didn't. By the way, it's an Arkham Asylum joke, and it's really good. I've got to go back and look. I won't blow it, but it's dang funny. Uh, not speaking of Arkham Asylum, because we talked about that last week, but one person at this table has played Ultimate Alliance too. I believe is that, that is, true? That is a true story. Nate I Costa, did you finish? <laughs> I played twice for probably a total of 35 minutes. <laughs> okay. A total uh, of or combined? Or wow, you finished it in 35 minutes? No, no, no. Wow, that's not a hell of a great <laughs> game. Even I know better than that. No, uh, I finished the first mission, which is basically uh, like a recreation of Secret War. Or Civil War. No, no, Secret, Secret War. It's Secret Bendis's War. Yeah, Secret War. Bendis' right, Secret War. Right, uh, where you're in Latveria, uh, whatever. Latveria. Yeah, Latveria. And... Uh, at that point, you can't really change characters. They change them for you. Is it Nick Fury Secret War? Yes. Okay. Uh, you are. Do you look like uh, the what was the artist on Secret War? Do you have like the same crazy? Ariel Olivetti was that right? No, I Gabriel think it was Del Otto. Yeah, yes, I think it was Del right, Otto. Yeah. Does the Spider Man look like the Secret War Spider Man or no? No, it just looks oh, like that would have been. Cool. I don't know. Maybe it does. What's the difference? I, that was so long ago, Lon. Didn't he have like small, like like slanted yeah, eyes? Yeah, no, no, he's got big eyes. Oh, okay. Um. You can only control four guys. Who are the four guys they give you? Captain America, Iron Man, I want to say Wolverine and Spider-Man. That would make sense. Those and are the four involved in Secret War. There you go. And then uh, Captain America and Iron Man split off with Nick Fury to go do one thing. And uh, Spider-Man and Wolverine get Luke Cage and I want to say Daredevil to complete some other part of the mission. And apparently you can change characters at this point, but I didn't know that. Uh, a couple other guys become available. I did. I put in the code to have the Hulk available so I wouldn't have to find whatever you have to find. You, you did, Now, you played the first one all the way through? Yes, I played the first one all the way through. This one is very similar in terms of you know control, and it's got the RPG-style points coming off of people when you hit them. I'm assuming you can turn that off like you could with the first one. So what platform did you play it on? Uh, 360. Okay. And, and it's a lot bigger, you know, everything. And plus I'm playing on HD, so. Did you play the previous better. one HD? No, the previous one I played on PS2 and just a okay. you know, standard def. So it's hard to say the art quality is better the same? Uh, Engine feels like the same? It feels pretty much the same. It feels the same but, like, boosted, so it's. Obviously bigger. And Are there any online features you can do, or have you done those I yet? I don't or? have Xbox Live, but there are some features off the top of my head. I don't know what they are. You can play, like, co-op. I know that. Awesome. Uh, can you talk well, to Bendis? That 
I don't know for sure. Did you get any of that in your magic mailbox or no? Uh, no, I have not. Uh, I'm not in with that Could one. I had a gaming party. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, I did make a connection up with with a video game, uh, 2K games. But right now, I think other than that they did Bioshock, if there's Bioshock two, we might be set up for that. Oh, good. Down the, that yeah, 360 good. versions. Down the, down the no, I don't have a 360. Uh, you could play it at my house. No, no. Oh, oh I know. no, I don't want to be. No, people, people don't come out of your house. You've played games at my house before. I have. They weren't video games. No, no, they weren't. <laughs> One thing that I was yeah. impressed with was, was the fusion powers. Because when I was when I saw previews of that, I thought that's going to be really stupid. Explain that. Let's. Uh, basically, like, like Asian fusion, you have you sort of a peanut do... sauce over, <laughs> yes, <laughs> over a lightning Fish bolt. But it, so <laughs> your guy, you know, like the first one, you have a special move, or whatever, you have four different your power, moves, right? Your power moves. So in this one, you hit left trigger, and you can do like cooperative moves with other characters. So you uh-huh. hit left trigger and a button, and if you're like Fast Iron Man, special. exactly. If you're Iron mm-hmm. Man, wait, Captain couldn't America, you do that in the first one? I don't think so. I don't couldn't you that. do that in the old? Shop boy's leaving, everyone. Good night, shop boy. Peace be with you. Wasn't what was the X Men game? Not uh, Legends. X Men Legends. Uh, yeah, you could do that in X Men Legends, couldn't you? Like I if you, because like if you were like Iceman and you combined with Storm, they did have. You could do an ice lightning. They or something. had uh, on Spider Man Friend or Foe. There was a if you got a certain token, you could you you'd have the right to pull a, a fusion move. Yeah, I think fusion move isn't a new thing. But well, I don't know. Well, they, he liked it. No, that's still Let cool. Him like it. It, it was still cool. It was I'm, cool. Like if you're, uh, it's okay. Nate. Iron Man shoots his uh, beams you have off fun? Of Captain America's shield, and they spread all over the place. You can kill a bunch of people doing that. Well, they all re- they are repulsors. Repulsors, yeah. Yeah, so they would. Repul- and then Hulk- that was my favorite part of Ultimate Alliance when you finally got the first one. When you finally got the repulsors, and you could bounce them off walls and yeah. stuff. Yeah, that was like my favorite weapon. Oh, I thought Ultimate Alliance was a great game. In fact, I feel like next time I have. Oh, copious amount of spare time. I'll dig that out and play it again. Next time you have 60 bucks, you should pick up Ultimate Try Alliance. not to destroy the Silicon Valley as I did the uh, last time, I believe. I upset the Shi'ar Empire, and they <laughs> they, yeah, let a, they let a comet wipe <laughs> out the no San Francisco way. Bay Area. How are no, you supposed to save Lalandra? There's no, They yeah. don't tell you how Someone to do it. Someone did. I don't know. I've, I've talked to people that have. Yeah. Um, I tried everything. I was clawing <laughs> at it. I was... So, but the one thing you you didn't get into that I understand from this one, it starts with the Secret Wars, which does in lead into Civil, Civil War. War, right? And, and that's I'm not what even this there yet. You finish the Secret War stuff in Latveria. You go to Stark Tower, and you're running missions. The first one I just finished was you have to save uh, Miss Marvel she's from the bottle because <laughs> she's a drunk. Yes, yeah. and uh, you you know when you, you talk to people again, like you did in the first one, and right. as you talk to people, the answers you give. Are either aggressive or diplomatic or whatever. Oh, and it looks like you're going to start making decisions as to whether you're going to be pro-registration or anti-registration. At you have some to choose point. a side by right? the time yeah, you, you get choose it, a get side. But it, I don't yeah. know. I don't know exactly how it works yet. Now, where do where does there yet. Power Pack are playable in this? Right. If they are, I haven't unlocked them yet. There. <laughs> wow. Wouldn't it be awesome just to have a, you, you get to play Power Pack? They're, Power wiped, pack they're wiped out Mephisto. like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cloudmaster, give me your soul. Well, wait you would, a minute. You wait get a minute. like plus five something or other for having an actual team put together. Like, you know, when you use the Fantastic yeah. Four. You but wait a second. Bum. You yeah. said Hulk was in this. Yeah, Hulk yeah. was in it. And Hulk wasn't in Civil War. No, Hulk was gone for no. Planet Hulk. But he's just a Secret bonus War, character. It's a video game. But I'm just saying. I know what you're saying. Because if Hulk would have been in Civil War, there wouldn't have been a Civil War. That's, Agreed. Well, that's because he's, yeah, he's. 
didn't. He uh, was pro registration. <laughs> yeah, right. He can't that's even a spell pro registration. He can't even sit long enough to. Well, that's good. I'm and, next time I have sixty bucks. Yes, I'm going to look for a platform that I want to play it on. Although it's available on, for Wii, isn't it? There's I a Wii version of this. There was. Yeah. yeah. If you believe. I'm looking to actually upgrade to sort of to a laptop that could play these things, so then I don't have to. Wait until my children have gone to bed. I can go someplace and play. <laughs> right. Why is Daddy sitting on the driveway again? Get a PSP. Because I'm. That, who has a PSP version of, of the game like this? I want big screen. Have you seen how thick my glasses are? I need. I'm just saying size. you could take it places and play with it. I. You could take it into the bathroom and play with it. Let's move on. Let's talk about books. Look at a little highbrow. Oh, we okay. thank Nate, however, for that. You're the guy who's played that. We're going to get a little highbrow here, and, and Rick had a couple books he wanted to recommend this week or talk about. Oh, you and I talked about one of them. The other one, uh, I will start with Cthulhu 101, yes. which is a uh, it's a $9 paperback, and it goes through all – it's it's just a lovely, lovely book that explains everything you need to know about Cthulhu and the Elder Gods. And, you know, if when it's time – when it's finally time, parents, to have that talk with your son or daughter – this is the book you're going to want to have. About who really rules the universe, yeah, the old that's gods. It, exactly. Okay. So um, the humorous uh, but factual and uh, if you've – Someone even, should write a children's book. They have. There's oh, okay. a Cthulhu uh, rainy day fun time book. Oh, okay. Yeah. I also – I think it's a little gloomy from Slave Labor Graphics has the Carl the Cthulhu. I haven't seen that one. Oh, you should read those because okay. he's very funny. He's very cute. He mm-hmm. likes children's books and it's to as much to his dismay. So there you go. Uh, and then the other one, Evil at Pemberley House? Yes. So right? we lost Philip Jose Farmer earlier this year. We did. And it was a great loss. But apparently he had a book that was um, pretty close to being ready to go to press. And I've forgotten the name of the guy who, uh, yeah, I've got all his books at home too. What's his name? Win Scott Eckert. So Win Scott Eckert, who's written a lot that of. That sounds like a fake name. I don't know. He's, he's, uh, they show pictures of him in his books and stuff. He's written a, a lot of reference books around the Wode Newton. Wold Newtonism, yes. Um, which is uh, Philip Jose Farmer's. Uh, we just blew Nate's mind. I just saw his eyes get really big. Lineage that ties people like the Scarlet Pimpernel. He looked like Eddie Cantor for a moment. Tarzan, Doc Savage, all together in, in, yes. in his uh, Jack the Ripper and right. a number of other people. Um, this is a story for those who who know the Doc Savage mythos about Patricia Wildman, who is the daughter of uh, Alexander Wildman, who yes. who uh, is the Doc Savage uh, character in the Wode Newton. No, uh, no, 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 no. Patricia's no. Doc has an uncle Alex, and that's Patricia's father. He, she's the cousin. She's yes, she's the cousin. Right. She die, uh, Uncle Alex dies in Brand of the Werewolf. Okay, so in the original, in the actual Doc Savage, actual Doc Savage, which yes, which his Walt Newtonism he's still acknowledging as the you know the same continuity. So, but anyway, this this book looks like a combination bodice ripper. That was classic Zorlak, by the way. It was, it was, and and I've read Brand of the Werewolf, but it's been probably too many years. Um, Sherlock Holmes, Doc Savage, Tarzan. Shadows in there. He's he works the shadow. I don't know. I don't know who's in this one. I haven't read it yet. It's so just an amazing. I only just received the book this week, and it's. Uh, I can't wait to sit down and, and find a nice, quiet weekend to. to That's pull nice. It all together. You know, I'm going to run a roll. I'm going to mention one that I got sent to the Magic Mailbox. John dies at the end. 
which by yes. a, a, a guy, a pseudonym, uh, a guy named David Wong. The actual guy is the editor of Cracked.com. And Don Coscarelli, who was the director of Bubba Hotep, read this thing online. It was actually. Did you ever see that movie? Oh, yeah, I love Bubba Hotep. Really? Um, it was serialized uh, uh, online, and uh, Don Coscarelli bought the rights, and they're making a film. And they're now doing a nice deluxe hardcover edition of this book. It is frightening. It is funny. It's um, and it's, it's hard got to the des- greatest title ever. It's hard to describe, um, and and it, and the title isn't even true because John actually dies at the beginning, and that's one of the weird, you know. That, but he's not. Thanks quite for ruining dumb. the book for me. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Do you read? Really, Derek? <laughs> really? <laughs> that, that isn't the answer. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. So um, I, I, it was cool, and uh, I'll be interviewing Don Coscarelli and David Wong uh, next week. So hopefully they'll have that. And they've agreed to do it by email, so I can actually turn that around very quickly. Cool. Uh, so that's fun there. Um, so I think that's it. Did you have anything else fan-wise, guest Nate Costa, that you would like to say? No. Okay, no. Okay. Uh, Lana, we covered everything for you? Um... Yeah, looking forward to some upcoming movies. Right, it's the week Surrogates opens and Surrogates, Fandorum. I mean, you know, uh, those next movies. week is Zombieland, isn't it? Zombieland next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. When so. did you say the preview for that was? Next Thursday. Tomorrow. The day before it opens? I thought it was San Francisco. I don't think there's one. Yeah, tomorrow, San Francisco. Well, yeah. Yeah, so. I thought you said there was one this week. Huh, but it's not in town, so. No. Yeah. no. Anyways, but uh, new family guy this Sunday. Oh, okay. I think, right? <laughs> Cleveland show starts soon. Oh, yeah. isn't that the Empire Strikes Back one though this Sunday? I don't, is it? Oh my gosh! Well then we'll yeah, have to watch the season it and talk premiere. About it. I thought. Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, in the meantime, I'm Derek McCaw, editor in chief of FanboyPlanet.com, and I'm Nate Costa, Dennis on Crackpot Comics. <laughs> this is true. <sighs> Someday that will mean something to people. Speaking of which, Twitter.com slash Crackpot Comics or CrackpotComics.com. Got to got to promote. Uh, Lon Lopez, international man of mystery, and I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to use, use your powers, powers only for good. Knock it off. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. Um. I trust this will be edited out. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> it was hot for a couple of months, and that's about it. Apparently it wasn't a bad game, but it's kind of like, you know, really? Uh, I don't know. Take a video game and turn it into a board game. See, they've just come out with a version of uh, Halo Risk. Like, there's another one that... <laughs> I can't. I'm just sad to live in a world where people are going to buy that just because. Oh, I loved Halo, and I've forgotten how much I hate Risk. I must want that. Well, it's still better than.
Halo Monopoly. Ah, uh, have you? Where would you rather? I know. Did you? You got the rundown. I think she's almost done. I got to head over there a couple. Do you see the cover of previews this week? No. Steve, you got previews over there? Um, yeah, show Derek the cover. Oh, yeah. No, I did. Yeah. Because it was on, like, the previews extra. Or, or no, it was on uh, Comic Shop News or something a couple weeks ago. Nick, a uh, zombie psycho pirate? No, I haven't read yet. Yeah, Thanks. he's one of those readers. Great. Yeah. Dave does the same thing. I hate that. My I'm only Marcus, four pages in. My, I don't care. Okay, I'll stop it's, Superman, it's Black as Night Superman. My friend Marcus did this to me in college. He's like, he goes, he grabs my stack of comics and he goes, the John Byrne Superman run, and he goes, reads it, and he goes, hey, so what's Supergirl doing in the ice? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? What? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. You picked up the stack of books Derek hadn't read yet. Right. That's why you. That's why you and I had to watch Superman Batman together. Yes, can't spoil each other. That's why experience because you had the Blu-ray player. But that's the other reason. Yeah. But you know, in normal society, and he's the normal one, while everybody else is spinning wilder and wilder out there. And her business about it was like in the Star Trek movie. And I miss the Star Trek movie. <laughs> I, I, I miss Comica. And I'm thinking, that's funny because he was there. Oh, no, no you know. <laughs> that's a sick song. I'm not sick. I'm, I'm sad. sad. I'm not a baby. <laughs> All right, it was getting funnier. And, I, and then I get distracted by what back issues were in his collection. I did, too. <laughs> he had the Kirby collection. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve's down there somewhere. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. But I was thinking. I was thinking about. Well, all right. I'll take the risk and just start reviewing it. And then, uh, no, that episode's just not strong enough. I just. I don't know why. I just didn't. It wasn't as funny as I wanted it to be. Or well, they brought back the guy with the uh, Elmo Fudd. Uh, he actually makes me laugh. I, I I think he's Kripke. pretty funny. Kripke. When Kripke gets his alliterative, uh, what is the, what is the uh, what is the impediment called? Is it a? Um, That's a lisp. It's a lisp, but okay. it's different. There's a lisp, lisp way, and then the wa thing is still considered a lisp. Okay, so he he does the alliterative lisp. Yeah, that's pretty funny. It's good writing. And did you see the uh, the um, Laurie's uh, Laurie's? What's the, the uh, producer, director, Chuck writer? Laurie's. Chuck Laurie's Laurie's blog thing at the end with the the Thanks, photo yeah. the photo back. I'm in that audience. Are you? Well, yes. Then you can say that. Yeah. Good. I did. I put it up my Facebook, and I tagged myself in the audience. Did you really? Yeah. Did you see Is there any way? Can we switch? Is there any way? If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have been dancing with Kuth or Polly all night. That's true. Come on. How many? You've all signed the the release the waiver, yeah. to be on the show? Uh, no, it's just their voices. Okay. I think we're okay. Well, the only guess. No, we get their souls. What? The only one who has them. I didn't sign up for that. Uh, so we're going to talk about comics. Uh, the Jack Kirby's heirs have now sued. Cool. Yeah, so awesome. talk about that. That's rather important to mention. Can you hear the difference? No, Keep I talking. can't. No? I, well, that, yeah. <laughs> Versus that. Well, that's a great difference. There you go. That's yeah. a great distance. I think he was talking off mic. So right. I was trying not I'm just to trying to set the sound ahead of Whatever. That's good. The Kirby lawsuit. <laughs> uh, I thought now that I've read it, I could talk about Beast of Burden just a little bit. We thought we brought okay. it up as an interesting book. Uh, Superman Secret Origins number one comes out today. I didn't I read, read it, it but um, 
can talk about what. Go ahead. You can talk about why you like it, and I can talk about why I bought it. But I'm still mad that it exists. Because um, I am. Uh, Spider-Man 606. You want to talk about the black cat? But there's been a controversy over the last couple of issues storylines. So. I just thought she looked hot. No, no, no. It's not involving um, so black that, cat. Did that come out today? Yes. Oh, is, can we get copies of it? Uh, you want to talk about Dark Rain? Giant Size Old Man Logan Number One came out. You mentioned the. I just read that. I could talk about that. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, and you can talk about. Uh, we just mentioned. Can I these. talk about? I, you guys talked about it briefly last week, but can we talk about Kick Ass, the last one? Yeah. Yeah. We can talk about Astonishing X Men coming out in an omnibus edition. Beyond saying Rick's mad that he's bought every other edition of it. Um, Not, listen, yeah. this is the same guy a couple weeks ago who was defending how you know we just keep love buying these things over and over. Oh, that was good, son. The absolute <laughs> editions. The absolute editions. Thank you. Oh, I thought I didn't know. I if emailed you... you and said, Are you still on for the surrogate? And I never replied back. Exactly. <laughs> so you should have assumed I wasn't going, but. Why should I assume that? Oh, because I don't. This is why women get mad at you, Lon. Look, are you telling me that you're going to get mad at me like a woman? Bad, you're a bad communicator. Oh, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying you're dead. You know, to me. I've had you know a terrible pain know, in my back, and I have, I have uh, three days of shooting coming up. I can't this go. Weekend. I've got escrow papers to sign. You've got what? Escrow papers. Escrow. Re- refinancing. Oh. Really? Gonna say, yeah. You're They're gonna... foreclosing on the Brett cave? No, we're refinancing. No, he said escrow papers. He's going to get I some was, shrimp, uh, just, some snails. I, I was just looking last night around and just going, damn, the Brett cave's cool. Damn, the Brett cave's cool. We cannot tell you where it is. Uh, we're not we're recording. He's, he's already planned to the audience. He knows mm-hmm. this is going to be a, Because I know there's outtakes. I've been so friggin' lazy about the outtakes. I've just been doing this long. <laughs> <laughs> I know.